Welcome back to another episode of the Toon Donkeys Podcast. I'm your host, my name is Chris. <sighs> what an exhausting week it has been. Um, so like, <laughs> I guess I'll just jump into it. Um, I spent some time in the hospital uh, this week. Um, my mother uh, had some cancer removed and then a couple days later she had a heart attack so that's fun right very exciting very exciting oh boy I um well I think it was a Wednesday she uh we took her out took her home but uh (laughs) took her out (laughs) no we didn't we didn't kill my mom (laughs) um but uh it was Wednesday, my brother flew in, and we went and surprised her, um, and, uh, so, my dad wanted to surprise my mom, oh, excuse me, it's early, my dad wanted to surprise my mom with my brother's, uh, appearance, he lives in California, you probably, <laughs> you probably didn't know that, so <laughs> that makes more sense if I tell you, um, and so we get to the hospital, um, I go to knock on the door. Um, my there's a nurse inside the room, and I think my mom had to get some sweet fucking battle vest. It's not that cool, but it's like a vest she has to wear to um, make sure her her heart rhythm doesn't go out of whack, like tachycardia or something. I think, but like this vest will detect that, and if she's totally unconscious, it'll zap her. Like it's like a a defibrillator vest that she's got to wear, but I don't think she'll have to wear it very long. This is just for, they were like, oh, probably three months, but we'll see. Um, but we're waiting outside of the room, um, waiting for the nurse to finish. And me and my brother in the hallway across from me is a little like computer desk. And I got tired of standing. So I went and sat down at this chair at this desk and I'm sitting there in the swivelly chair, and I look at Brenda, and I say, hey, look at me. And I, like, swivel the chair towards the computer, and I, like, mockingly, you know, uh, puppeteering that I'm typing. And I was like, ooh, look at me. I'm a doctor. <laughs> and uh, I swivel around, and then I see her. Oh, can I, uh, can I have that seat? <laughs> and I turn around, and there's a nurse right next to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 that's... Yeah, I'm sorry. You here you go. They use the computer and then they leave and my brother says they absolutely saw me do my <laughs> my doctor. Oh, look at me. I'm a doctor. Oh my gosh, I was so embarrassed. I wanted I was really hoping that there was like a camera nearby cuz I absolutely was going to go be like, "Hey, can I get the footage from the second floor?" <laughs> I guess I did something embarrassing, but yeah, it was <laughs> it was pretty embarrassing, but, um, yeah, so that was Sunday. She went in to the hospital. We got her out Wednesday, so that's fun. Um, um, yeah. And then, as if that wasn't exciting enough, um, Thursday, <laughs> I had to go get stitches in my fingy. Yeah, I got hurt at work. I'm just like, now, I shouldn't say accident prone. I do get hurt a lot, but nothing that's ever, like, bad. Like, little cuts and bruises and shit like that happens a lot. But, like, I feel like 
this week. <laughs> the universe was not this week and just this past month. The universe has been trying to wipe out the Wideners. That was a some unintended alliteration right there. And I'm, but yeah, man, do uh, nothing. Let me tell you how inconvenient it is to have stitches in the very tip of your index finger. You don't realize how often you're touching and bumping things with your fingy until every time you touch something, it's painful. <sighs> so annoying. But yeah, this will be the second time I've had to get stitches at this from this job. It's also the third time I've ever had to get stitches, right? First time I was in high school, and then these last two times have been at the job I'm currently at. <sighs> I don't know. Stitches are kind of cool, but bro, I tell you what, it was not, it's not fun getting the, the numbing shots. Blah. I fucking hate them. They make me uncomfortable, but <laughs> there was, uh, so they were stitching me up, right? There was, uh, I'm just going to say big nurse and little nurse. Cause one of them is obviously was more in charge, but the big nurse came in, set everything up, was talking to little nurse about what needs to be done. She was like, all right, you all good? Can you get it from here? And she was like, yeah, I got it. So the little nurse is like sewing me up. I'm trying to make small talk or whatever. She's all done, right? We're all patched up. I noticed that one of the things that they used to keep my finger from like bleeding too much was like this little rubber circular thing that they stretched around my finger and it was like compressing, right? And afterwards I was like, so I'm not entirely sure that this thing right here pickup thing I was talking about I was like I'm not entirely sure <sighs> oh man the coffee's not working I was like I'm not entirely sure that you guys didn't just go buy this from Cirilla's or you know and she was like I don't know what Cirilla's is and I was like oh well this is uncomfortable now because now I have to explain to you that Cirilla's is a <laughs> adult sex store <laughs> um, in this area and she was like, oh my god, Chris, no, I'm innocent. And I was like, come on, you're going to tell me that this little fucking thing doesn't look exactly like a cock ring? Like, it's the same thing. It's just a little fucking rubbery, stretchy band. And I was like, that's exactly what, that's what a cock ring is. And she was like, no. And I was like, mm, <laughs> I think, I think uh, the hospital would charge you hundreds of dollars for this little thing when I know that they're nowhere near that price <laughs> at the dingy sex store down the street. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting week. Um, what did you do this week? Did you do anything crazy? Did you, I don't know why I'm asking you because it's not like you're going to answer me. Well, I hope something exciting, at least something exciting happened, right? Whether that be, <laughs> I almost said somebody died at work, but that's that's too morbid. I hope that didn't happen to you, because that could also be, you know, a little bit traumatizing. So, but anyways, yeah, speaking of, uh, I, I don't have a good segue. I was going to try and make a segue, but I don't think I have one. So, <sighs> I'm excited for the guest, and I think you're really going to like this week's guest, because... Not only did we have a fun time, it was a hilarious time. Um, over the uh, the interview that we have scheduled for you today is just, I think it's two hours long. So strap in because it's fun. It's a goofy one. Um, I had uh, River Rats, good old 
punk band from South Bend. Uh, I finally got to talk to them. I had seen them play in Mishawaka. Uh, I think it was pre-Pandy. And then I, I talked to them after the show. I was like, hey, come on the podcast. And then the Pandy happened. And it's just been weird timing ever since. But I made it work. We I, I got them to sit down and talk with me about... Um, how the band came to be, you know, their writing process. Um, we talked about <laughs> how awesome Macho Man Randy Savage is. Um, I brought up my classic question of, would you eat human flesh if it was presented to you? Uh, it was fun. It was very, I love asking that question because as I'm pretty sure I stated in the episode, I like to see where people go with it. And, you know, are you willing to converse about it and just like have a conversation or are you immediately like, oh, no, that's bad. No, cannibalism. But I'm not pro-cannibalism. I just, I like to see, I like to make, you know, I like to push people's buttons. I like to see where you stand. And that's always a great topic. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, we played a game. We played a, a Confessions of a Spotify playlist, which is essentially just two truths, one lie, but band band related. So it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm excited for you to hear it. Um, so without further ado, please welcome this week's guest, the River Rats. It's only awkward if you make it awkward, bud. Travis is the sage advice guy in the band. I'd like to quote, speaking of gurus, I'll I'll quote Garth, our former drummer, this, I like to take awkward situations and make them even more awkward. (laughs) So that's, that's what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes you just got to lean into it. You just got to. You know what? Hey, I that that made everyone uncomfortable. Let's just go for gold. Let's just yeah. Make you're it. already uncomfortable. Let's yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes what you really need to do sometimes you just have to like break the ice, and then the second part of the awkward statement is funny. What's your cat's name? Oh, it's Kitty. His name is Kitty. Just- Kitty, I like that. I had a cat named Kitty growing up. I had two cats named Kitty. Actually, it was really they were confusing. both named Kitty. They were both named fucking Kitty. So they both would just be like hey, Kitty, and they would both just be like, "What?" <laughs> no, they were cats, so they didn't give a shit. <laughs> that's so, and that's that's why my cat's name is Kitty is because right. initially his name was Shen Lin, which is Mandarin for forest. Guess what? He doesn't respond to that, mm-hmm. uh, but he responds really well to Kitty. So. Do you ever say, fuck you, kitty, you're going to spend the night outside? Do I ever say that to him? No, I've never said that oh. to him. But he has snuck out before, and he has spent a night outside. Listen listen to the presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> song's called Kitty. It's awesome. Oh, the, only, I, I, the only song of theirs I know is Peaches. That's the only one I know. Oh, dude. They're, uh, all their albums rule <laughs> from start to finish. You know like, what? Yeah, we, can, we can have a it's whole separate true, podcast yeah. about <laughs> that band. You're the first person I've ever heard say that, and that's not to say it's not true. <laughs> oh. It's just I've never had a conversation about the presence of the United States. Give it a, give it a whirl. You should. It was my first CD I ever got. Throw them on. Yeah? I, it, I, it's so, they're so good. 
Yeah, that stuff, that first album is awesome. It's almost perfect. Yeah, it's the almost perfect. Peaches on it. Well, there's Listen a couple songs that are a little like. No way. It's Start like to 90, finish. It's, it's like mid '90s like <laughs> Seattle perfect. music, so it's like post grunge, and it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's a lot of. They're fun. good. Like they're a good band. It's like, catchy. Right. The songs are good. Check it out. I mean, I'm me. I'm so I'm so into '90s bands and like the the. Oh, this, the, you'll love this. The indie alternative thing. Like, I have a new Radicals tattoo, and I'd go as far as to say that I'm probably the only person who does. <laughs> yeah, you probably are the only one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably the only The lead singer doesn't even have one. <laughs> you're like, you're thinking you're like a biologist, like you're dealing with antigens and stuff like yeah. Radicals. Like, it's all these virus studies. Like, get what oh. you yeah. give, man. <laughs> That's Don't actually, I have a, it's a quote from that song that I have on my arm. Okay, that's a little more classic. We all love that song. Like, you know, I yeah. remember ska- skating to it mm-hmm. at the skating rink. <laughs> wasn't it over quarantine that New Radicals did? Oh, they played for Joe Biden, wasn't it? Isn't that what they did? They played. I a, think you're right. Yeah, they I, played I, I, like I a gig right. for Joe Biden. I think you're right. Yeah, that's which the only time I would have thought about them. Yeah, I hadn't thought about them until they were like, "Yo, New Radicals is going to play for Joe Biden." I said, "What? Why?" (laughs) Nothing screams America, I guess. (laughs) Like bucket hats and New Radicals and dudes' music videos in the mall. Wanted to beat up Marilyn Manson. Oh, how appropriately timed! Welcome to the Tune Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. Please welcome River Rats to the show. Would you go around and introduce yourselves and tell us what? instrument you play oh okay hey uh this is meg i play guitar this is miguel i play the drums and i'm travis i play the bass and we all sing yep we all sing hell yeah everybody sings so i would be a part of me was thinking about this beforehand so i don't know if you guys watch a show called family guy um but there is a bit in that show uh they don't like the daughter Meg, and whenever they say the name Meg, they go, <laughs> right? And I I don't want to do that, but part of me wants to do but that. But I think just... now that you said it, that's probably what's going to happen. So. <laughs> every, I haven't every, called her Heads Meg up, everyone. Yeah. Now, the question then becomes, am I going to remember to do that? And it's probably not going to happen. But the listener will, and maybe if we're lucky, they'll do it to themselves. So, let's take it. All, actually, i got to ask a first question first. Um, the first question I'd like to ask is, um, what was your first experience with live music? Ooh. It could be a concert, it could be a local show, it could be, uh, you know, a festival, uh, whatever it may be. Let, what was your first encounter? I, uh, my first concert that I remember, like actual concert going to, I had to be in seventh grade was Aerosmith. Oh, nice. That's my like, dad. first real concert. Yeah, Steven Tyler, I, I see the reason. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the mouth and the hair. That's the only thing he gave me was the big mouth and the hair. But it was at Notre Dame. No shit. Or not. Yeah. And That's I crazy. And I want to say, like, what was it, Seven Mary Three open for him? Oh, hell I yeah. Just re- I remember the, it was like the Blue Army Tour or something because all the kids in school were going to it. Oh, yeah. Or just you, actually. I went. Yeah. <laughs> so just so that was. Yeah, that was my first concert. Um, but you. Mine was in um, Ann Arbor, Michigan. I think I was about 1995. 
which would have put me in fifth grade or us in fifth grade, actually. Um, and it was Jeff Moore in the distance and Christafari. And I'm sorry. Parent, what was that second one? <laughs> Christafari. You heard the man. Christafara? What the heck is yeah, that? Christafari, like, you know, like, <laughs> like Rastafari, but except with Christ. I mean, I get the play on words. But I did, I did. <laughs> so you're telling me it's like a, like it's a Christian a ja, it's Jesus, Rastafarian band? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with Jeff Moore in the distance, who would I would equate to John Mellencamp or the Bruce Springsteen of Christian music, like okay, <laughs> or Huey Lewis in the news. Like, okay, I fuck with Huey Lewis in the news. Hell yeah! Well, I was just I, jamming that yesterday. I well, shit you not. <laughs> I fucked with Jeff Moore in the distance, and and my parents were Salvation Army officers, so it was like a a church outing. But I just remember it being a huge deal. And the only thing I remember from the concert other than like the Christ of like singer running up and down the aisles was that in in Jeff Moore's set, we took a prayer break. Like there was an intermission <laughs> for like prayer meetings that we had to like leave the auditorium and get into prayer groups. And then they called us back in so they could finish the concert. Said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody's getting too hype. We need to all take a trip <laughs> yeah, outside, yeah. pray a little bit, and then we'll come back oh. and reconvene. It's got to be a sin to rock. I think we're going to do that at our next show, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're gonna That'd be that. really <laughs> funny. Like, you guys, we got to take a quick five-minute prayer break. and just, <laughs> just say that and just turn around and kneel. And don't give don't give the audience anything. Just turn around. Yeah, like we just pray together. Yeah. Like like yeah. quietly to ourselves. It's like I wonder how long they're gonna pay attention, you know. <laughs> Everyone's out in the crowd like, uh, are we supposed to do something too? Or are we just gonna like watch do, them? Oh if we could do it for five minutes, because like the first minute it'd be funny and then it'd get really awkward after that. Like, they're serious. They're as we as we talked about in the top of the show, sometimes right. you got to lean into the awkwardness to make it yeah. really funny. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I, you're going to find out quick today that I'm kind of the oddball and I'm a little new to the scene, so I like as far as musical experience, especially first ones, they were all in a completely different sector of the musical world. So I remember hanging out with my dad a lot, going to like jazz festivals and things Ooh, like nice. that. Um, and I, I'm remembering right now going to the Firefly Festival and seeing Roberta Flack. If, that, if anybody knows who the... <laughs> Roberta and, Flack? Yeah, yeah. That's one that's sticking out to me right now. That was a Firefly Festival. They used to do that at St. Joe County Parks, like at the big barn that's oh, like mm-hmm. at uh, what is it St. Pat's and it's, so it's an outdoor thing where you're sitting on the on the lawn or whatever and I remember my dad and I crashed the patrons party like we went to the like you know if you gave money for the concerts right. to happen or whatever but somehow we like snuck into the tent and or he just wandered in and didn't we didn't realize what was going on <laughs> I was probably about 13 and I don't know just stole some food and some Diet Cokes and went back to the concert so that's the first one that I'm really remembering but you um, borrowed food and drinks we I mean we, we didn't give it back incriminate you so, for any crimes yes yeah, <laughs> permanently sorry, fire, borrowed Firefly Festival it was <laughs> I was a I was a child I didn't know what was happening but um but yeah so I don't know and it wasn't until I was well into adulthood and even now like I'm just starting to go see like bands I feel like mm-hmm. so um yeah I don't know I, uh, Miguel, in regards to your uh, your Christian Rastafarian group, I think it's interesting. One of why there's, hold on, take two. 
I think it's weird that there are so many Christian artists whose names start with J because I also went to like a like a Christian thing when I was in I think I was a freshman and I went because of a girl and I saw mm-hmm. a dude named Jeremy Camp whose initials oh. are JC and he sold these armbands. <laughs> I bought one and it just said JC across it, right? And I was like, oh yeah, Jeremy Camp. But then somebody was like, you know who else's initials those are? And I was like, no. And they were like, Jesus Christ. And I was like, I have to get rid of this armband <laughs> right now. Well, Jerry Cantrell. Jer- J- and Jars Jerry Cantrell. <laughs> He's rock and roll Jesus. <laughs> That's, yeah. Um, all right. So let's take it back all the way to the beginning. How and when does River Rats come together? Oh, like at the worst possible time about February 2020. Oh, yeah. We were on, uh, Travis and I uh, decided that river tubing was going to be our new thing. Um, Just one, when I got like a Saturday afternoon, him and I discovered that it was the greatest thing that you could possibly do with like uh, get some beer and your inner tubes and you just float down the river. Okay. Okay. Um, so this would not be in February. <laughs> this no, would this be was like previous not summer. in Indiana, at least. <laughs> yeah. No, we were in Michigan though, and yeah. so Travis and I loved it so much. We invited Meg to go on the next one because we're like, well, she has to start having fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta get her to have yeah. Fun they took they took pity on me. <laughs> this like fucking gotta, square's got to break out of her routine. Somehow. Yeah, she's listened to too much Roberta Flack. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to bring a little Aerosmith in the action. But no, we. Just one, like, I think it was the next week, we all got on the river, and we're all playing, we've all played music, and we're musicians, and we're songwriters, and Travis and I have played together since the beginning of time. Um, wow, it's a long Meg, time. And Meg is, well, she was basically cutting her teeth and getting really good really fast. Can I just say, I hate that phrase, cutting your teeth? Does that not make anyone else uncomfortable? It just thinking about awful. like babies like gubbing on shit. I just, just got cutting a, their teeth. I like going to the dentist. What? So the thing that makes me think of, <laughs> I saw a photo online one time. It's just like images are supposed to like make you uncomfortable. And it was a picture of someone like going like smiling and they had like toenail clippers attached to their tooth. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's. Get out of here. Uh, dude, that's what I'm saying. So whenever I hear cutting teeth, I'm like. Why is that a phrase? Because it makes Dude, me so you uncomfortable. You made this guy so uncomfortable. Why did you? Uh, do that? You know what? Well, this interview is over. <laughs> Just, uh, I'm gonna, I'll, okay, I'll change you the phrase. <laughs> uh, Meg was just starting out. I don't want to. I don't want to speak for her, but we were all sitting around talking like we should start a band. Mm-hmm. And and it, I think that's. Him and I've like, we've always been playing. Rather, the the band before was the Toxic Twins. It was just the two of us, a bass gu- or a drum and guitar playing. And Meg was probably our biggest fan, actually. <laughs> yeah, she took pictures. She came to the pictures. shows. Yeah. She took pictures. Our, our album cover. Yeah, that's right. I did some album covers. And yeah. she's like, Travis isn't playing guitar right, so <laughs> let me get in there and do it. And here we are. I'm playing bass. And she was right. We're doing it right. It started out with two guitar players. Yeah. yeah, for a while it was two guitar players. But, but it was because it... We were missing something, though, and 
Yeah, this wor- this has worked out really well. We were missing a bass player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were uh, we didn't want we didn't want to add anybody. We felt like we had this little we clicked mm-hmm. every. I mean, we had practice every week. We the had chemistry a, was there. Set schedule. Yeah, and we would come to practice and we would jam out. We'd have fun. We'd play some video games, eat some dinner, and it was sound as weird as it sounds. Adding somebody to that was going to be kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And we talked yeah. about it too. We mm-hmm. we had we had another guy come in, um, a friend of ours, try out on bass, and he's a really good dude. But it was just like we were we felt a little bit just kind of like we we already had it figured out. Like mm-hmm. we, just trying to get someone else in there to like get on our level felt. Man, we'll just do this ourselves. I mean, no, even that's... on recording, yeah, like we. <clears throat> We all played different instruments on the recordings until mm-hmm. now. We now we don't have to. Like Travis, just one day he's like, "Let me try it." I think and that's it, one of those like. And then we intri- never let him stop. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. one of those intricacies of like building a band that people often forget about. Is that the it the dynamic of the relationships is like almost more important than the music that you create because you have to have that relationship there in order to even like make the music right so i think people uh oftentimes they hear the talent and they are like oh yeah come on board and then they forget like yeah but there also needs to be that chemistry and that there's got to be some sort of bond there to really make the make it cohesive you know oh yeah and back to that original uh, float, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, we were sort of solidified by the trauma of it because we were on the river <laughs> until it fucking got dark and we had to like pull up to somebody's dock and have them rescue us and like drive <laughs> us to our car. Our, our, our frame of, of time was not. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we didn't yeah. time it. Real. We didn't think going from Niles to Buchanan would have taken like nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the alcohol had nothing, had no oh, yeah. oh, well, we, well, we ran out. That up. We ran out. We ran out of everything. Uh-huh. We, ran out of, we, were we ran out of current. Like <laughs> like we, couldn't, we weren't going anywhere. You guys botched that entire trip then. <laughs> we haven't actually really, I mean, well, we've, we've done a couple things, but nothing like that since. Yeah, yeah. Like it sounds like, I think I know we why. Learned. Yeah, we yeah, learned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we learned. It was we traumatic. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we're the original river rats. Nobody yeah. else, unfortunately. Or if you want to take a full day trip, don't put your tubes in the water in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was probably till, like three o'clock. Wait till three. But if, I don't know, you said you might check out our music. We have a song called Ballad of a River Rat, which is about our experience almost dying on the river. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you've got it's a kind story. Of our, you've got a, uh, yeah. a musical story to this. Yeah. Meg wrote a great song. I think that was it. the first song I wrote that kind of made us a band, sort of. I mean, I think we decided to do it, but yeah, I, I definitely, that was kind of the beginning. It became our theme song. It became yeah. our We opener. don't play it so much anymore, but. But, yeah. yeah, well, it's an old, we've got a lot of songs, new songs too. Yeah. I mean. So then, given that story, is it safe to say that that is where the name of the band stems from? Mm-hmm. Pre the the story name and then the song story name then song fair enough yes yeah, like yeah, yeah. tube so, band name song right so that's why our like band logo is like a fucking like rat skeleton like in a 
inner tube like having a beer <laughs> like we're not that hit. clever basically is what i'm saying <laughs> like we just kind of hit it right on the nose but we're honest man we're, we're telling we're sincere about it transparency is the name yeah, of the yeah. game yeah so then what was it that um instigated you each to pick up your respective instruments well if we're talking about the bass i actually started playing bass in church and I, that's where I enjoyed it. And then I said, hey, guys, let me play bass in our band. Let's just one night. Let me just try it. We had been trying for like a year to get you to do it by then. I know. <laughs> like we had been hoping it. that it you were going to do it. Yeah. Like we had tried it, but we were like, man, we're too drunk to do this. this <laughs> it's like that, one of those end of the night. Yeah, you don't try it until it's we, like midnight and you're like, no. We should have quit. Like We just kept going. <laughs> but it. It sounded amazing. Like, oh, this is yeah. what a band sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were trying to think of a way, like, you was practicing at church and then, like, was excited about it. And we thought maybe one hand washes the other and help him with his church playing while it helps us. And he mm-hmm. already knew all the songs. So, I mean, you play it like a guitar. Yeah. You know, like, you're already, you already know what you're doing. So, it, like, <laughs> it works out pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, no argument. I pretty there. much transferred all my guitar knowledge, whatever thing I everything I know there, and just played on bass. Yeah. But there's new stuff where you like wrote a bass riff, like specifically, and then we wrote a song around it, like Dead by Sunday or something. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I this Miguel's been Miguel is a bass player. He's a he's a, the drummer of the River Rats, but he's played bass his whole life, and I got to play guitar right next to him our whole career pretty much yep so i mean watching him play bass i think of i definitely like picked up a lot of that mm-hmm. just how he plays so and with us playing together like as a rhythm section now like him and i are just naturally locked in like we just know how we each other plays and so when i i had lived like in chicago for a while and moved back in like the first thing that we knew to do was was Travis and I get together and start a band like mm-hmm. it was like it wasn't not going to happen and so I, I well it was just going to be him and I so I had a drum set and I'm like well let me just try drums and you on guitar and that's kind of where you know so the transition to him on bass just was we'd already just locked in for a few years like we already mm-hmm. just became like a singularity in a sense you know it was pretty pretty cool to have all that experience to like actually sit back and think about it. Mm-hmm. Like him and I have been playing together since high school. Like he taught me how to play Anna Sandman, like on the guitar. <laughs> like nice. when we were we were in like high school, like fifteen years old, and like he was the only like we were in a band together in high school, and you know like we had a new kid in school who had like a guitar. What was the name like, of your high school band? Falling forward. Falling yeah. forward. I don't even think I knew that. We were the poppiest of pop punk bands. This was, this, was, uh, this was high school stuff. So in the early 2000s, like, you know, set the scene to like the American Pie, like soundtrack. Like basically. I'm talking, like, we did covers of the Riddling Kids and the Autopilot Off. And Autopilot <laughs> Off. You, you remember those guys? I don't know Autopilot Off, but I do know the Riddling Kids. Yeah. yeah. They were very pop punk and we were into it. We had a couple of our own songs. Then I think we ended the night with Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. 
Yeah, that's that's the paradigm. classic. That's where, all, that's where it all connects is like that classic rock. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of classic agree. rock. Did you just call? Oh, yeah, man. Like, Uh-oh. listen, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I've only ever known Guns and Roses to be classic rock. But Christ. I am now in the realm. Classic rock is now changing because now they're throwing uh, fucking Pearl Jam and uh, Foo Fighters into classic rock. Well, yes, I know it's upsetting. <sighs> I'm I'm upset about it too because I'm like oh no Sorry, the music I grew up with is now considered classic rock. Wow, oh, let's, let's, that was let's, a dark turn. Let's move on. I know, Meg. How, I did, know. You, Meg, how did you pick up the guitar? What? <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. save us, Meg. Travis. Oh well, there's no story there. I don't know. I just did. <laughs> Not that long ago, honestly. Like I'm kind of new, so that's yeah, one of the that's first, where we're at. First yeah. times her and I hung out. She brought her guitar over and she played a Neil Young song and I was so impressed. I was like, that's my favorite Neil Young song. I can't believe you know that. Well, so you're like to... new to instrumentation. Like you hadn't, you'd never played instruments before and then. Well, I mean, new-ish. Like, you yeah. know, it's been about 10 years now, but I was, you know, I was like 27 when I picked it up. So oh, okay. like, yeah, yeah. So now you know how old I am, but um, like, <laughs> I don't because I'm terrible at math. So <laughs> it's come a on, win-win. dude, keep keep up. But um, yeah, no, like she's 27, didn't you just hear? <laughs> oh, it's, you're right. <laughs> so, but I I bought an electric guitar like right before I started playing with these guys, like a couple of months. Yeah. Like that was so I had never done that before. So I had just been messing around on acoustic before that. Hell yeah. Um, what were some of the uh, artists, bands, musicians that inspired you to like even want to play drums, guitar, bass? MXPX and Nirvana. Nice. When I was, I got a, I had a friend, Mike Nyheis. I'm going to say his name, and I'm not ashamed of that. You don't have to bleep Mike Nyheis. Don't bleep out Mike Nyheis. He's, he's a cool dude. Mike Nyheis. Mike Nyheis. <laughs> That's uh, a crazy him. last name, Mike. I'm sorry yeah. if that offends you, but your name is wild, bro. He's the only, only the Nyheis. <laughs> also have. a musician. Like, yeah, and he's a he's mm-hmm. a musician too. He sounds he like a scientist of... too, Doctor <laughs> Nyheis. That's. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's. We we bonded over Green Day and MXPX, and he bought a guitar, and I bought a bass guitar because we we wanted to start it. We had we were like one of those kids that hung out like middle school and came up with band names and drew album covers and like we had our own festival plan. King Dor. <laughs> Let's dig into this. Tell me about this fake festival that you guys. Well, the came festival up with. was called Skigelstock. What? Uh, be, was, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Say it one more you, time for us. Did you just have a stroke? Are you okay? Oh no no no! Uh, it's just you know beer in the afternoon. But uh, <laughs> Skigelstock. Skigelstock. Yeah, uh, you know his his middle name was Scott and my name is Miguel and we put those things together. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. It wasn't a ska fest. No. It oh, been. see, no, I, I, would, I would have thought it was missed a ska opportunity. Fest. Yeah. <laughs> I, he, well, I think he ended up playing in a ska band in college, but, um, but yeah, we, we were very hypothetical, wrote a couple songs and, but I, when I started playing with Travis, like that was when we were taking it a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like we went around, I got into like, you know, the offspring and like Rancid and I was like really punk rock man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
like real serious about it. And Travis like, <laughs> like had like a rancid sticker on his guitar, and I'm like, dude, we're like, yeah, let's let's play like Blink 182 covers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that was cool, but I like Metallica too. Just so you know. <laughs> I think it's I think it's fair to say now that most people have a, a diverse like in consumption of music. Um and I I've said it once and I'll say it again if you only listen to one genre, you're sus, bro. That's that's weird. I don't like that. I don't trust it. I only listen to <clears throat> deathcore. Uh okay. Here, I got a question for you. I might have an answer. Is there genres in music anymore? So, I would say yes. But I think that so you've got your main genres, right? Rock. Mm-hmm. But now there are like a million subsidiaries of that genre. And that's that's where I think we need to fucking chill out on because too many people <laughs> are making up their own shit like, oh yeah, we're like math core, but also like Nintendo progressive. I'm like, what the fuck is Nintendo <laughs> progressive? What do you mean? Oh, can we be Nintendo progressive? <laughs> yeah, let's be Nintendo progressive. I Bro, like that I've, one. Yeah, so here's yeah. your homework now for this episode. Uh, whether you do it or not is totally up to you. We can just put this into the lore of River Rots. You guys have to now make a cover of the Super Smash. Wait, no, you didn't say Super Smash. You said Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. But, but Rainbow see, we don't Road. Do, let's hear it. The punk. The we pop never punk do version. covers. We don't do fucking covers. Yeah, we don't do covers. Yeah. Well, this isn't a cover. This is now. This would be a rendition. You would be creating this new style of the of the Rainbow <laughs> Road song or Bowser's Castle, whichever <laughs> one you wanted to do. Th- we'll, we'll consider it. We. We'll, I think we'll take it, it under consideration. Put it into the hat and we'll baby we'll park, not the. <laughs> Baby, Baby Park. Park. If we took, if we could make a River Rat song out of a Nintendo, I mean, we could I, we could write a song about Mario Kart. Like we could do that tonight. But I think if we could Why actually play, we? like yeah. introduce a Nintendo <laughs> like, really? as an instrument in the band, like if we could use the Wii. Could you get it on your little drum thing where it's like sounds from Mario Kart, like the sound of like a like a red shell or ooh like the, the sound the sound of the or, star the. Use that. Couldn't you make songs in Mario Paint? I don't know. Probably. What if we made a Riverette song out of Mario Paint? Okay, I'd be on board for that. Yeah, there's also people who like modify Game Boys and turn them into like little like keyboards. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's what I thought you were talking about. I didn't know there was just because I've seen like at a comic. Or like video game conventions. Like I, I watched this thing on YouTube of a band playing. Like someone was playing Mega Man Two. Mm-hmm. Like on a huge screen. So it was just some kid on a couch like playing Mega Man. Yep. But like there was a metal band playing <clears throat> along to the guy playing Mega Man Two. <laughs> yeah. It's strange like it times was, we live in, right? It was actually pretty cool. Like, what I, you know, like. Eh. Like, it's cool but like it was a novelty thing but it's doing? like I'm not gonna go pay to see that band cause they're <laughs> like I'd rather play Mega Man and like listen no, right. to music yeah. that's, a, that's not a performance I would pay to see would I watch that video if somebody sent it to me absolutely yeah, but am I gonna pay $8 admission to see that probably not <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll share the flyer bro but I'm not I'm not coming I'm yeah, sorry I'll pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> no littering um did what I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember how we got onto that. No clue. Talking, no clue. Didn't you ask us something about who we like? Wait. 
Yeah, how we that's started, right. How we started that's playing. Right. Who we that's wanted. Right. Yeah. Who inspired you? Who inspired Travis? you to play your instrument or something like that? Oh, classic rock greats, Guns and Roses, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those classic rock icons of Guns and Roses. <laughs> no. Sorry, dude, we're old. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, it's, I know. Yeah, big time Guns and Roses. I since I was a child, I can remember. My mom still tells me about it too being three years old having my own little drum set and rocking out in front of the TV while MTV was on. Oh, how adorable. sweet child of mine, yeah. It, it just kind of, I guess, absorbed me and it's been with me ever since. <laughs> but no, uh, Guns N' Roses for sure. 80, I, any 80s butt metal, Def <laughs> Leppard, <laughs> Warrant. <laughs> you know, you're a big Skid Row fan. These yeah, days. I was gonna say Skid Row. Oh yeah, Some, uh, <laughs> definitely. Slave of the Grind. That album is amazing. It's pretty awesome. He's he. We when we play cart, we all put on albums yeah. like once a like we mm-hmm. take turns and we put on Skid Row a couple weeks ago on it. We were, we were kind of into it'll it. It'll punch a <laughs> hole right through your forehead, man. Just <laughs> now, did you guys ever meet in the middle between your your Christian your Christian music and your hair metal? Did you ever uh, bond over Striper? Yeah, Striper rules. No, I, I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he said Striper rules. No, to, to hell with Striper. <laughs> I was I was more into like Christian ska though. music, honestly. Christian like. ska. That is not a real thing. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Christian oh, yeah. ska. Oh yeah, why wouldn't it be? Like, of course, Christian kids are listening to Scott. Like, what else? You, <laughs> Keep you it know together, what? Come on. When you put it like that, you're absolutely right. Of course, it exists. What else? We can't listen to like mainstream stuff. Like, Scott is like the in between. Like, it's safe enough. Like, yeah, that's. It's fun. I'm trying to. It's fun, and everyone's giggling, and <laughs> you know, like it's safe. I'm trying to think. So <laughs> it's safe. <laughs> when I was in high school, there was a big. There was a big uh, bubble of what we call now Christ core bands. So like the Devil Wears Prada, <laughs> August Burns Red, uh, Flyleaf. So like it's like these post hardcore bands, but they were like all very Christian related lyrics, even though you could listen to them and they would not sound very Christian. Specifically, a band that I really loved called Impending Doom. It sounds like monsters. <laughs> But they are yes. Their first album is called (laughs) "Nailed Dead Risen," and it's a picture. Yikes! It's a picture of a church, and like the the ground leading up to it is just like covered in bodies and like guts and stuff, dude. It looks so metal, but then you're like, these guys are singing about Christ, and they're like, yeah, dude. (laughs) So they are. I'm like, whatever, man. It sounds heavy. The beast's coming out of the sea, man. Like Jesus is coming out. That's some hardcore shit. You think about it. People are yeah. gonna burn. Like it's Yo. gonna get, it's gonna get bad. That Old Testament <laughs> shit was hardcore. New killing firstborns. <laughs> All right, yes. Nailed, dead, risen. Is that what it's yeah. called? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty intense. That's pretty fucking metal, bro. We just had yeah. a revelation. Ayo. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. I'm gonna put in a little buttons right there, in post for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk. Wait. Did everybody say their. Hell no. I don't think anybody did. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> I don't think anyone did. We're all very, very distractible. Listen, I warned you. I warned you. This is how the show goes. We get distracted. And I don't really yeah. mind it because as long as we're having fun, I think the listener will also have fun. So sure, if, sure. Yeah. 
there'll be times where I'll be talking to a band and I'm like, yo, it's been 40 minutes and I haven't even talked about your music yet. And it's like, yeah, that's eh. kind of where we're at, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you would be exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly where we're at. <laughs> it's your turn. Who's your so favorite I got, band? I got <laughs> who's my, are we Guns N' Roses. I think Guns N' Roses and uh, hair metal bands are some inspirations that I got from uh, oh, yeah. Travis. Oh, no, yeah, I went Miguel, you said to, MXPX, right? Yeah, MXPX and, like, Nirvana and Green Okay. Man. Meg, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, no, again, I'm I'm kind of the dork in the in the group. Like, I was listening to a lot of James Taylor and Joni Mitchell and Simon and Garfunkel, like, a long time ago. So that Those was rules. where, that's why I was trying to learn guitar, which I never got anywhere near anybody's <laughs> level. That's but, why she uh, can, That's why I switched to punk rock. <laughs> that's why she can write actual songs. And we write yeah. <laughs> dumb songs. She was listening to singer-songwriters and not... Yeah. 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 So, we were yeah. listening to spandex. <laughs> like emphasis on singing and songwriting. Like that's yeah, what yeah. she picked. But up. see, that's a good that's a good element to absorb into your band to find somebody who's like whose background is the singer songwriter thing, but they are also passionate about like. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of great songwriting in punk rock too. But yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't. It came down to I wasn't necessarily interested in doing that. Like I could write a million little you know fucking acoustic guitar you know shit where i'm just singing but Mm -hmm. i i didn't really want to go sing in coffee shops like i like to rock out with these guys right so yeah there's more fun it's more fun uh (laughs) singing to people who have beers in their hand than people who are (laughs) on their laptop working on some paper for school (laughs) yeah so i ended up in the right place hell yeah so then let's uh in in real time we're gonna back up a little bit to january 23rd you guys released cream of the crop right now, my first question about this is, um, <laughs> why is Macho Man Randy Savage so cool? <laughs> well, That's I, the ultimate question. <laughs> he was a man for his time and place. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, every, like I was always a kid that liked Darth Vader. <laughs> Wait, what? And I feel <laughs> okay, like, go you on. know what I mean? Like, uh, you're, so like you're Hulk, rooting for the Death Star. Hulk Hogan was always the good guy. Like Hulk right. Hogan was the American hero. He always was the guy that won. But like Macho <laughs> Man. Like he came, he rose. He was like rose like a like a phoenix from the ashes, <laughs> and li- the cream literally rose to the top. And he, King Macho took Hulk Hogan down. Mm-hmm. from the peak like from the top and like macho man was a man for his time and place like he was I wouldn't say he was the underdog but i think he was the unappreciated hero I, th- kinda, I i would go I as know. far as to say that macho man surpasses hulk hogan even though most people will disagree because i think hulk hogan is probably more famous than randy but was Hulk Hogan in a Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. He was hey, not. But he was in Suburban Commando. That's not Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> I said Spider-Man. He was, he was his own superhero. That Yeah, and wait, that was the one where... Wait, what'd you say the name of that movie was? <laughs> Suburban Commando. That was Is that Hulk the Hogan. one where uh, Hulk Hogan, he grabs a dude by a car, and he's like, what's that smell? And he's like, dude. He grabs him by a car? <laughs> Is that the same movie that I'm thinking of, or is this a different Hulk Hogan movie? Yeah, probably. There's an awful movie where he goes to grab somebody, and it like pans backwards, and you see the the back of the the criminal guy, 
and his like butt is all wet and then Hulk Hogan goes what's that smell and then he goes <laughs> and then the guy goes duty that's yeah. a real scene that's, that's a great that's joke. What are you talking about? <laughs> Solid joke. I just remember. Well, I'm always the... down for a poop joke, but <laughs> we're all laughing, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We had Christopher Lloyd. I just remember. I was frozen today. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I remember. Like, we're like a preview, and like, I think it was like the Ninja Turtles VHS or something. <laughs> I so I am a little. How do I say this without making you guys? possibly feel bad it i don't think there's any way to do it so i'm too young to know about any endorsement deals that hulk hogan had right um but i know about macho man having uh endorsement deals with slim jims sure what did oh, yeah. what did hulk you hogan snap do? into that shit you, take you your do vitamins. that's where i learned it he was endorsed by the, the church <laughs> Like he, he, he endorsed by the, the United same, States of by America. The United States, yeah, like the like United States Army, and he was a real American. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's he true. For the According to his theme song, yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm still gonna go. I like Macho Man over Hulk Hogan, just because. Sure. Obviously, we do agreed. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That became like our theme because we had too many songs. We had like so because all three of us will write songs, so we just had so many. It was like the cream rises to the top. The ones we're gonna keep playing that we want to keep playing. That's oh, I thought idea. you were referencing that we all just write so many songs about Macho Man that we <laughs> no. could only pick one. <laughs> we do we have no, we don't have any songs specifically about Macho Man. No, it was it just like it became like that. the band motto. It was like the cream rises to yeah, the top. Yeah, we just kind of remembered like yeah, like just stick <laughs> stick with what what works. Like remember, like we obviously we wanted to play these songs, and we like. Dead by Sunday, Travis brought to practice, and it was mm-hmm. one of those songs that, I mean, I swear, like, I don't, I think you taught us the parts, and maybe we played through it once before we were just like, we got it. Like, it, mm-hmm. it happened so fast, and it just, like, stuff like that stuck out. So whatever stuck out to us, because we had, we had played a show, we haven't played a lot of shows, because we're, COVID happened, and right. for better or worse, um, and we played a show at the Garage Arcade in South Bend. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got asked to play for three hours. Oh, my God. Which is probably yep. more time total than Travis and I spent on stage, like, in the last few years. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is, like, my second show gig. that I ever pay, yeah, played, I think. Yeah. So we came up with uh, three 45-minute sets, mm-hmm. 11 songs each. So we pulled All some, original tunes. All original, all original no, tunes. No covers at all. Uh, some toxic twin songs we had pulled some of meg's old tunes that kind of she had around before we kind of started writing our own songs and Mm -hmm. but man once we played that show the band took off from there like yeah no learning all of those songs like we practiced our asses off Mm -hmm. up to that show it was crazy I would be so in tune with a band and like so confident in our performance if just like gig two we're like yo we're doing a three-hour set and it's going to be all our own stuff and then we you crush a, it like i'd be like yeah we got this we're good this is fine yeah. we're we, be had to right. play, we had to bring our own pa like mm-hmm. we invested in like we did it ourselves we had we had friends helping um we, we got some good friends and we had our our friend jen come and help us with sound our buddy kyle came in our friend dan like there were people there like helping us out but mm-hmm. and it was a great place um like Sarah, who owns the place, she just kind of conky. Let, 
and Conky, mm-hmm. bartender at the time, they just kind of let us do our thing. She, mm-hmm. didn't, she didn't have any specific, like, here's your time frame. Right. Do your thing. Like, no one told us to turn down. No one told us to, like, you know... It was a cool crowd. Yeah, it was an interesting mm-hmm. one because like the one we did before that was one of the last shows probably ever at Smith's, right? Yeah, Mishawaka. So, I, and there wasn't a ton of people there, but this is a different because it's like people are playing video games and just like chilling out and doing yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. they want to do. But you've actually almost felt better when somebody would stop doing what they were doing to like look at you for a minute. You know, yeah, yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we oh, got okay, so for... people can hear us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, we were loud. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were fucking loud. But, like, it was kind of, a, you were able to gauge, like, all right, okay, this is, mm-hmm. this is, this is hitting a little bit. Yeah, so just to repeat ourselves, that's where the cream of the crop came from. Because we had played a couple shows. We played down in Indianapolis at Punk Rock Night, which was kind of a, a like, a dream come true. Because Travis and I had, had wanted to play that when we were like 10 years ago in bands. What like venue just, is that? It's called Melody The Melody Inn. Inn. It's awesome. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've been doing it for like 21 years now. Dang. Yeah. Every Saturday night, punk yeah. is punk rock. Get your night. ass down there. It's so cool. And it's the, great. The bands they bring in are phenomenal. Yeah, it was. it's the first time in a long time it felt, the only way I can describe it is an old school punk show. I just felt like everybody was there to rock. Yep. Yeah, people were there oh, to yeah. see music. Like, it was great. It felt good. It had been the first time in a long time it felt like that. I mean, not that they aren't fun and, but you know, here in South Bend, I, I don't know if people have aged out, we're just in the wrong scene, but a lot of times it is just the bands playing for the bands, which is great. We're all, we all get along, but yeah, that was a completely different, I mean, it was packed. Like yeah. Super I think, packed. I think part of the issue here is that, uh, there, I, I think there wants to be a music scene, but because we don't have any, we don't have very many all age venues. Right. So then it's just a bunch of like you have to be 21 and up and I don't I think most kids that are that age aren't wanting to go to shows to see shows they like want to go to the bar to hang out with their friends and like you know do drugs in the bathroom or whatever the case may be but like I it saddens me cuz especially as of late like you know given covid in the last couple of years we've had a lot of venues close mm-hmm. and dissolve and it's just like all this progress that we want and like we want to build up the music scene and have all these genres to be able to play and have all these people to have this safe place to enjoy music and get inspired and you know make these connections they're all fizzling away and it's really really sad yeah that's a good point about the all ages show which Mm -hmm. i think travis is setting something up for us yeah speaking (laughs) of all ages show thing no 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 okay it's a bar. But speak in Fort Wayne, the Muse on Main is an all-ages place. Shout out to and the we, Muse on Main. Love those guys. We have a show coming up there, believe it or not. Um, yeah. On, on Friday. What, what, what day? Friday, February 11th. February 11th. In Muse Fort Wayne. Main, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Wait, hold on. Is that going to be... So, as much as... I will help you promote that, but they will not hear that promotion. On so, what you could okay. say, you could say now that that show was really great and you guys had yeah, a fun time. Yeah, we fucking killed it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was, so that was the best ages, show we ever played. Uh, all ages God, you guys shows. missed it. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was there. There was a fire. Dude, the police came and then they we came kept, and instead of arresting playing. people, they just started th- two-stepping. Dude, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. They were shooting their guns in the area. It was a fun time. Travis did that one thing that he, he said he'd never do. <laughs> Dude, that was so crazy. And I can't believe you did no that. No video of it. No video of it. Uh, Nobody. He'll never like, do it again. 
Never. I'll remember it forever. <laughs> and I'll just... I it can't just, believe I I've, did that. I've had nightmares ever since that show. <laughs> he said, I had to go start going to therapy twice a week. I haven't slept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks for everyone coming out to, to the show. Thanks, thanks for <laughs> that coming. show was awesome. <laughs> so great. All right, last thing I'm going to say about Macho Man Randy Savage. If you guys end up writing a song about Macho Man Randy mm-hmm. Savage... Please uh-huh. make the intro to the song the excerpt from Spider-Man where he's like, I've got you for three whole minutes. And then you jump into your song. That's that's my suggestion. What, for what Spider-Man idea. is he in? But then I the song's really be three minutes He's in the first Spider-Man with Tobey <laughs> Maguire. Oh, really? I yeah, he plays, a, a he plays a wrestler when mm. Toby gets, uh, when he wants to try out his powers, he goes oh, to this open, nope, open I know wrestling what you're talking thing. About. Yeah. And I think I didn't know who the Macho Man was at that saw. point. Yeah, yeah. His name was Bonesaw. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's jump into the new the new record. Pick me up. Um, I think this is actually um, the first song of yours that I remember hearing because I saw you guys play at a place called Saddle Up Saloon. It's called yeah, JT's Tavern that, now. It's yeah. called JT's now. Yes, I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but I thought that was you because I think we sat around talking about oh, Trailer yeah. Park Boys for a long time. Probably yes. Right? I do love that okay. show. <laughs> That's why we don't. That have show a song is stupid, about that. and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It, it. The one thing <laughs> that bothered me about Saddle Up Saloon is that um, every time I went. I didn't see a single fucking cowboy hat. Not a one time <laughs> did For I real? see a cowboy hat. And on and I think that's why they had to change their name. I think they were legally obligated <laughs> that someone inside had to be wearing a hat. And yeah. I think we complained enough and they had to change it. Sure. We, yeah. we would have wore they cowboy needed hats. Needed some assless hats. Or something. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time Miguel and I dressed as cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I don't again, there was no cameras. <laughs> <laughs> So I have to ask, uh, tell me more about how Pick Me Up came to be and why it got the big responsibility of being track number one. Mm. That was the first one we recorded, so I think that's because it that's why it ended up being track number one, because we did these sequentially. It was like Cream of the okay. Crop volume one, so mm-hmm. then we just went through them. But um, that was one that Miguel wrote the the music and then I came and wrote the lyrics behind it. Um, so, and, and then Travis, like, pulled out the keyboards and got like all crazy with it and it just turned Dang. into so much more than we thought it was going to be you know mm-hmm. it's a dorky song about star trek and then all of a sudden <laughs> it was this that that's literally what it's about like pick me up like like please Starship up, Enterprise. Scotty. yes like please come and take me away from like the you know the mundane and all the just bullshit that i just have to deal with on a daily basis so yeah um but we we still love that song it's still fun to play I think Hell it, yeah. uh, I think it one that was like that one kind of felt like uh I could not say we leveled up but it it the way, how quick it came together when we when we were playing it like but mm-hmm. it just felt different than the other ones like it kind of yeah. felt like cuz we had played for a while at that time and we we'd put out an EP before that and I think that was one of the first songs we wrote after we released our first EP. Yeah. And it kind of felt like the next stage. So it always kind of stuck out. Like we put out a live album. Um, it's like it was September of 2020. And that was that was on that. Pick Me Up was like, it's about a year and a half old at that point. Like that was a pretty, mm-hmm. it was a brand new song at that point. 
I'm glad you brought up that live album because I do have a very random question about that, uh, the artwork on that. Where the hell can I find that purple ass carpet? Because I love that color. <laughs> Fucking like Amazon or something. Like that was one of those, of course, you know, it's like you put a lot of work into some shit and that one was mm-hmm. like five seconds of like snapping a picture with your fucking cell phone and mm-hmm. you're like yeah that's fine yeah that the radicums whatever <laughs> but yeah yeah that's our disco nap room in this house here like uh that's disco that's where we, nap room that's where we take some fucking disco naps <laughs> i would love to hear more about what a disco nap is because they seem like they would be contradictory it's a real other. thing right didn't you tell me that's like what people would do like before they were gonna go out and disco all night they would take a disco nap yeah, basically, well, we, <laughs> like I heard a power that, nap. Yeah, we were Travis and I were listening to the Beastie Boys, and I think I don't remember which one it was, but they said something about taking a disco nap, and I was like, "That sounds cool." <laughs> so I looked it up, and that's what it was. Like you're about to, you're going to go out to the club, and but you need to like rest up a little bit. So that, so we have a whole room in our house just, yeah, just, just devoted to that. You can only take naps in there. There is a disco ball in there. Uh huh. <laughs> how how appropriate yeah that's funny that's like uh i have a a friend who uh when we start partying right it'd be a couple hours in he'll get a little a little toasted and he'll be like you guys i'll be right back and then he'll leave for like an hour and then he'll come back and be like where'd you go and he's like oh, i had to go take a nap <laughs> exactly he was what? taking a disco nap yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like uh, it's like the old puke and rally you know yeah you're ready to go party <laughs> mm-hmm um, so then, uh, the next, the next uh, track on the on the record, "Get High." One of the opening lines is something about the sound of your voice. It just drags me down. <laughs> now I love this because it is mean as hell, right? <laughs> like, sure, yeah. Uh, like, hey, you know that sound you make to communicate? You know the one that's <laughs> uniquely yours? Yeah, it's a real bummer. <laughs> right? uh, exactly. I love that. No, you know there are some people who just walk into a room and you immediately feel worse. Like mm-hmm. that's that's basically the gist of the song. Like yeah. fuck off. Like I just I I don't want to feel like that. <laughs> so just random question: Where if you had to pick one place where you think that scenario would happen the most, where somebody random would come in that just like drains the energy out of the room, what room do you think that would be? It's not be anywhere in the world. <laughs> it's not the disco nap room. That's a happy not room. A spe- of course not the disco nap yeah. room. It's got purple carpet and a disco ball. Nobody's <laughs> upset in that room. Probably the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anyone walks into the bathroom while I'm in there. I'm pissed off if you walk in the bathroom while I'm in there. <laughs> like a single person bathroom, not like a public? It, okay, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Oh, like a, yeah, a bathroom in Travis's house. <laughs> the well, bathroom he's, in my house. But he's got two little kids, in. so that could really happen. Damn. Oh, yeah. It does. Does that happen? Constantly, uh, there's no yeah. locks on my door. Hey, Dad, where's the cereal? Man? <laughs> same fucking place. It's always been. Not that they're entirely the same, but my cat has like social, not social anxiety, but separation anxiety. So like, if I go to take a poop, he's got to come with me. And it's Aww. like, you know, this is kind of like alone time, kitty. I don't bother you while you're taking a shit. Why don't you leave me alone? You should put the kitty box in the bathroom. Yeah, there you go. You, then you can, can take a shit. Dude, okay. I've never said this out loud, but one of my favorite things about this life is that sometimes my cat and me will go to the bathroom at the same time. 
Whoa. That's one of my favorite things in the world. All right, we'll both to be, pee together, to bro. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's magic. It's really bonding. And I think more of you should try and get your pets <laughs> to go to the bathroom with you. In fact, next time you take your dog out to take a shit, you should take a shit next to them. <laughs> I'm See going to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we have a hamster and some fish, so Travis, you've, yeah. you've got the best chance to... Yeah, yeah. There you go. You and Tank. I will. We'll get it on. <laughs> He's like, fuck around and find out. Watch me. Yeah. You guys love each other, though. Yeah. We poop a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the next single. Stay tuned for River Rats' uh, I Poop a Lot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> IPA. <laughs> oh my god that's dude that's it that is it the next song is gonna be called ipa and only we us we'll know and the people who listen to this interview will be like i know what that track actually stands mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. that's great another thing i really love about uh this song uh the uh i really love the self-advocacy and the lyric you may think that i'm crazy but i don't need a reason why um, have you been steeped in the broth of anxiety? I appreciate this lyric. Um, it's a nice little reminder that not everything you do needs a super defined reason. And you also don't have to share that reason with anyone. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm Except glad your you, pet. Yeah. The addendum would be you <laughs> don't have to tell your friends, but you do have to tell your pets. Yeah. While you're pooping. While yeah. you're pooping. <laughs> That's how they know you're not lying. So would you tell me a little bit more about uh, Get High? I mean, you you kind of talked about it already. Like, it's not it's not about a specific person. There's maybe a few right. people that I could kind of think about, but it was, yeah, it was probably written after a time where somebody just was like bugging the shit out of me, and it was like, you know it's more what, of a like feeling. Yeah, it is a feeling, a and I think it's a it's a universal feeling. Everybody Absolutely. can feel that sometimes. So I'm I'm glad to hear that that you did. But yeah, that was one we didn't play for a long time. I wrote that a long time ago, but way before I ever played with these guys. And mm-hmm. Travis was kind of the one who picked it up and was like, yeah, let's. He was enthusiastic about it, and so it became a lot more fun. You know, it was mm-hmm. just one of those acoustic, kind of just goofball ones, and and now it's it it rocks, which I think it was always meant to do. Like, well, you you've got this way of playing the open chords that <clears throat> makes it feel different. There's something I don't know how to describe it, especially in that song, but the that 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 like I don't know the rhythmic portion of it but like you can hear the chords really define when you kind of chunk along like that and it it all really like when you when you showed me that song and i had to like learn a drum part like it was really easy to just like i knew exactly what to do like the first time we played it before travis even knew it existed like i we i've been playing it the same way pretty much ever since like so that was that's another thing about it like it just it feels like a really natural tune because you know you're being really honest about what you're mm-hmm. singing about anyway. Yeah, it's one of those that you have to get into it to like pull it off while you're singing it. Like there's a lot of songs I've learned are like that. You really have to feel it right. while you're doing it, yeah. From presentation to the band of like, hey, I have this song idea. Um, how much did the song transform coming from, you know, baseline introduction to the recorded master at the end of the, at the on the album? Totally depends on the song, right? Right. Yeah, what, what, what do you, do you think? What do you think? This one pretty much came out exactly how you wrote it. Pretty much, yeah. I feel like the the feel of it is a little bit more, but but like Dead by Sunday, which is I think maybe the next one or another one on that, um, is a good one where we all 
like Travis sent us one part and then we kind of all wrote our parts and got together and did it. Mm-hmm. So that was one that, you know. Frankenstein it together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're they're all different. Um, yeah, th- I this Get High <laughs> is pretty much as is. Um, and we, I think maybe we double the chorus at the end or like what Travis on bass now. That was actually... That was why we recorded Get High in the first place. Because when Travis got on bass, it got super heavy and cool. Mm-hmm. And he was he was doing his thing and it just it really solidified the song. Like it was mm-hmm. it was a song that we learned for the garage show. Did we play that at the Yeah, garage show? I think oh. so. And when Travis hopped on bass, we were like, God, we got we, we felt really it got excited about it. That's how it ended up being like, well, let's just record it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's film the music video for it. Like, let's just do it. Like, I got really jacked up about it. So, like, get high more so even than pick me up is actually the reason why we ended up like finishing this album the way we did. Yeah. Like, it just it started with like, yeah, we're really good at just let's just kind of off the cuff. Yeah, we recorded, other than Pick Me Up, we recorded the rest of them kind of live. Like, we just played together and we did, I think we did vocals later, but. We just More of like went. an improv style. Yeah, we just played yeah. it. You know, pick mm-hmm. me up. We kind of did all everything separately, but all the rest of them, it was it was what it sounds like when we're down here in the basement, just just having practice. That was one thing I noticed doing a little bit of research was like listening from the album, then going to uh, live at the Radicombs. I was like, bro, these are like <laughs> they sound exactly the same. Like they they are as good live as they are recorded, which I already knew because I had seen you perform. But it's always nice to like. Instead of me just saying, oh, they're great live, like, oh, I can prove to you they're great live because they recorded this thing that's live, so. Well, a lot of that goes to Miguel because he's the one that mixes and he, he does all the, the fine-tuning yeah. after we record. He records oh, us every okay. time, so I take pretty that much. Back. You guys aren't good live. Miguel no. is just no. good at He's just a fucking <laughs> he's wizard. very good. I mean, but, like, the last one I want to point out, so we ended up putting Garbo Bloto on the cream of the crop which was not the plan at all but that yeah. was one had it became yeah we had no plan to like record that one for an album we were just end of the night just fucking around mm-hmm. and it was just perfection well, travis <laughs> travis was really into it he became a screamo band <laughs> yeah he's a, he's a great documenter and it's like man i'm put this camera at like this weird angle and like let's just play man and we're like all right let's see what comes out of it so of course i I don't always played tell. it different than we ever usually play it, yeah, and it mm-hmm. was it was crazy. And I don't always uh, tell them that I'm recording. You know, like yeah, he likes sometimes that's good. Yeah. Like I know it's ill advised, <laughs> but sometimes you get good no, shit when people don't know for the being best. recorded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we always try. That's the best. That was kind of when we started documenting every practice. Like we try to record, especially mm-hmm. when you're writing new songs. Like man, that yep. really helps. So like. Like be able to go back and week, be like, right. what was that riff I wrote? Right. Or, yeah. That yeah, thing forget. that we jammed on for a couple minutes. Yeah, it's it's helped a lot. I mean, it, it's out of necessity. I mean, Travis and I picked up like a ta- little Tascam two-track recorder. I think my dad got it for me for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we kind of learned how to, like we we made a conscious decision. Like remember the conversation Travis and I had about, wow, let's, because we, we, in our in our old band, Garth had a recording studio and in retrospect, we never really took advantage of the fact that that dude had like 
like a professional recording a studio. setup. He like, had, and we were practicing setup, yeah. in his basement. Oh yeah, and like so much, so many missed opportunities. So like when Travis and I got back together, like I kind of just took that anything I might have learned from Garth or like anything I watched on YouTube or from anywhere, any other experience I had, like recording with other bands or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, yeah, dude, let's. We we were like, we need to just document as much as possible, and it's helped Hell yeah. so much. It's a huge deal. Like, so I had a uh, question about uh, Gargo Bloto uh, because Gar- I tried to Google Garbo. it. What was it? Garbo Bloto. Garbo. See, I can't even. Re- I can't even repeat yeah, it. Yeah. I, I tried googling you, you it, Googled thinking it was it? gonna. I tried to Google it, thinking it was gonna be like a character from Star Trek or something, but I couldn't find anything. <laughs> what is Garbo Bloto? Okay, you remember the last time you like ate way too much, like way more than you should have, <laughs> like like gross food, though. like gross, like, like you went to like bar food, like you had a good pub feed, like you just strapped it on, yeah, like cheeseburgers <laughs> and beer, and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> like what did I do like, to greasy, myself? Greasy, <laughs> queasy, gnarly kind of feeling. Yeah. As soon as you said, have you ever eaten too much? I knew exactly <laughs> what Garbo right. Bloto was. I'm like, oh, dude, I do that sometimes when I get too, uh, yeah. uh, what was the last song we talked about? Get High. Sometimes <laughs> exactly. when I do that, I no eat too intended. much. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, I lay down. I'm like, oh, no, I'm just as like thick as I laying down as I was standing up. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Yeah, you that's get pretty it. much it. I mean, I... <laughs> This is an old, old uh, Toxic Twins song, right? Like but, I learned this later. Yeah, Travis and I kind of, we had a, a Dairy Queen habit um, when, I, when I was living in Niles and every practice that we'd have during the, we'd go to Dairy Queen afterwards and we kind of, it kind of became a part of our like, our ritual or vernacular mm-hmm. like oh man it goes so garbo blodo <laughs> kind of like we talk about like one of the lyrics in the songs all burger brain will drive you insane like just go eat a cheeseburger and you just like you don't think straight Every, everything is cherry dipped what's that <laughs> oh that's from eating chocolate cherry dip cones like that was our thing like large chocolate cherry dip cones like like we made yeah. it, like our all right not to like live in the past but I, this one this was the cream that rose to the top like, mm-hmm. uh, but, but because of ice cream. Right. <laughs> but because of ice cream. Because yeah. of I, ice cream. Yeah. In your honor, I tonight I'm going to uh, a party. A friend is back in town, so we're having a little party for him. I'm going to use the insult, go eat a cheeseburger, just for you guys. Just because <laughs> I think. And it does. It, I'm going to use it in a context that doesn't make any sense, and I'm yeah, going to yeah. confuse the entire room, and I'm cool. going to do it for you. Right. Go eat a cheeseburger. Go get Thank fucking you. Garbo Bloto, dude. Gar- yeah, go get Garbo Bloto, you fucking loser. <laughs> well, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. 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 Now, I know it's not on the new record, but I did find an old song of yours that I wanted to inquire about, and that song is uh, Side Door Dracula. <laughs> yes. Um, I my love Side Door Dracula. Song. That might be the I, best thing we've ever done. I think you guys performed that at Saddle Up one time, and sure, yeah. at, well, the one time I saw you guys, and I was like, yo, this song is great. And I wanted to ask you all about it then, but I needed to save that material for this moment right now. I wanna know everything about this song, including <laughs> the, uh, the uh, liner note, uh, that thanks uh, Martin's supermarket. <laughs> exactly. No, this is our one true COVID song, right? Like Ooh. the only one that's actually like a COVID yeah. song. True COVID song. Yeah. All right. Well, we used to go to, because, you know, we get together for band practice. 
mm-hmm. and have dinner together. We're, we, and we we're having band practice in Niles at the time, up yeah. in Niles, Michigan. Yeah, okay. we in Toxic Tower, and now we're in the Radicombs in South Bend. But when Damn, we were in Toxic... sweet names. We were <laughs> these in are like Tower. hideouts for superheroes. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Super rock and roll band. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah. but we used to go to Martin's Side Door Deli before practice and get the salad bar or fried chicken or mm-hmm. <laughs> fried chicken dessert that chicken is that yeah that that fried chicken is overpowered they should Devil, M- yeah. martin's has no no right you, to be that good you, you guys can would get, get the pickled eggs oh pickled eggs oh exactly Ugh. you've never had the pink pickled eggs come on man. i don't eat anything pickled why what what you don't eat pickles i don't trust you now <laughs> you don't like pickles <laughs> you're a terrorist Fuck you. <laughs> trust me the more grody it is the better it is if you no, go so to like it, in regards to pickles i do like pickles but i'm very finicky about pickles you know picky. whose pickles i really love dairy queen i think dairy queen has really? very great mm-hmm. crisp pickles mcdonald's flimsy this shit's oh. whack get it off my <laughs> burger that shit's nasty. <laughs> and they sit in a jar and it's gross. Yeah. It's like but yeah, I like crunchy top. pickles. But yeah, I'm not like pickling just, it's a weird sorcery to me and I don't trust it and I don't understand it. Like why, why is it that a cucumber becomes a pickle, but nothing else that gets pickled gets a different name? Yeah, fair mm, enough. Because mm-hmm, it's a mm-hmm. pe- pickled. Pickled egg is still pickled like a, eggs. yeah. Yeah, it's still just an egg. Right, right. I don't pickled, trust it. Pickled feet. It's a weird science. It doesn't pickled sound like you guys feet. have answers, so it, it only furthers my <laughs> no, stance that it's not to be trusted. Yeah, no, no. We, <laughs> ju- we, we just like to eat gross things. Yeah. That's all. Listen, I am on board with that. Okay, it's uh, but pi- I don't know pickling. Just it's weird too. I think I would like it more because I like salty. I've got the gene where I like salty over sweet, but pickling is just honestly. I think it's what it comes down to is I watched too many like horror movies as a kid. And when I think of pickling, I think of like those like fetus like monster things that they keep in jars on shelves. And yeah, I'm like, that's basically it. That's pickled, and I don't yep. want to eat that. Yeah, yeah that's pickled baby. <laughs> pickle baby. Pickle deli- baby. The next single, another single. Pickle baby. It might d- be delicious. <laughs> you know what? I've heard cannibals say that the most tender meat is that. Oh of god! The oh god! Just saying. That, you gotta bleep that shit out, dude. No, leave oh. it. Oh. Oh, we're anti-cannibalism? Yeah, I'm anti-cannibalism. I'd like to come out can- clear, clearly on the side of uh, anti-cannibalism. This, but what if it's pickled? This what view pickled? does not represent the river rats. Uh, this is an independent view. Uh, like, Don't cancel me. I'm anti-cannibalism. Yeah, no, if it's, we're going to no, have a band meeting after this. Uh, yeah, st- uh, local band breaks up after podcast hosts insinuates that cannibalism is okay <laughs> no we not agree that, with that that's a yeah. statement we stand by no it's, no we don't <laughs> no we not don't that bad <laughs> like it's, it could be worse it's not that. it sounds like a bit from it'd be from like it's always sunny do you ever watch exactly that? There's a, yes there's an episode where they're trying they to get think that baby that they a model ate human no they think they ate human meat and they think that they're crazy because they ate human meat Remember? oh yeah, yeah. It's so like there's D that episode and yeah. it was raccoon <laughs> <laughs> There's also that episode where they're uh, they they found the dumpster baby right, and they want to like sell <laughs> yes. them sell the baby, but they're like, oh, we're just gonna go give it a tan just to get a base. Like it's fine, it's not that bad. Just toss it in. No, no. <laughs> just to get a base. That's so funny. 
All right, so River God. Rats anti-cannibalism. That's fine. Okay, yeah. I get it. Most Bro. people I, I suggest it to. Unless it's delicious. <laughs> I asked my dad that question on Thanksgiving. Yes, that's not a joke. <laughs> I did ask this question because I was like, what's the scenario, okay? Would you eat human meat if it was presented to you? And my dad was like, no. And I was like, no, not even like, you're not even curious what people taste like? And he was like, no. And I was he was like, well, if I was like starving, I was like, that doesn't count because most people, if it's life or death, you're gonna, you know, hey, I'm gonna eat that person. I get that, that's fine. But I'm talking like, if somebody's like, yo, I've got some teriyaki flavored human jerky. Do you want to try it? I am not Me, curious. No. I am so no. curious. I will try that in a heartbeat. Just because I'm curious. I mean, they're already dead, right? Yeah. But yeah. No. yeah. Do you they're really alive in the bag and you just pull okay. out their arm and Back take a to bite. it's always sunny. What if it is the most delicious thing that you've ever tasted? Exactly. And you can't get well, it. No, but that's terrible. Then you don't yeah, want that. Yeah, that is true. Then yeah. then you're fucked. Because then I don't you go, know. you're going to McDonald's like, you guys got any human meat back there? <laughs> Back to Sidor Dracula. Anyways, yes. Sidor Dracula. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to uh, things we, that eat, drink blood. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's, that's more wholesome of, uh, than what we're talking about now. <laughs> so we did shoot a mu- music video for that song. We, we did. You did. We I did. watched it today. It was cool. Well, all right. So we'd go to Sidor Deli, and COVID came, and they shut that shit down. And it sucked. And it sucked because that salad bar ruled. And I had a coupon for five dollars. We off. did. And I completely we, we pulled that coupons for five dollars off. And I haven't been able to use it because they haven't opened it. it back up. And I'm like, Martin's dude. They, like you guys don't wear you know, like they they were like probably the least COVID. Like yeah. I even remember sending like a letter to their headquarters. Like, <laughs> oh my listen, god, he wrote like a the, letter. Yeah, like the Niles Martins. Like these guys don't got it together. Yeah, they're they're like, I don't they feel don't safe care. there. He but, wrote a letter. They're fucked. Every, every time we've shared Cider Dracula on like Facebook or something, I've tagged Martins. Like I really want them. <laughs> to, like, I want them to uh, understand. Like we I want care. Them, yeah. We want some free chicken. It's a little <laughs> we thing. Care. Like listen, I'll I'll lay off, man. Just so you know, I'm not like a soapbox kind of guy. But like I said, dude, he took away my my salad bar. So I, there's the side door deli, then there's Castlevania, and these two oh yeah, things kind of came together. You can't see it if you're listening, but I am also wearing a Castlevania t-shirt. And Hell I was yeah. just completely obsessed with that game at that time because COVID no, he, happened. He's naked, actually. <laughs> he is. And For he's erect now that we were talking about that Miguel salad. Miguel is completely <laughs> naked and erect. You can feel me <laughs> uh, just sliding around in my chair. Ah. Uh, just... <laughs> but uh, but I I thought about it like, all right, man. What if I was Dracula, and I didn't need to eat, like you know, I they drink blood. I mean, I, you know, vampires do. And I thought, as they do. But what if Dracula really loved the side door deli? <laughs> what if like, he I was like he's, he's like man, olives. I've been exactly. alive for so long, because you know. If you're if you're following Castlevania lore, uh, Dracula's been around for about a thousand years, um, <laughs> and he comes back every hundred years. And every hundred years, like he's got to adapt to the human world. Like he's got to blend in. He can't just go mercifully, mercilessly murdering everybody. Like he's got a he's an intelligent dude. He's a man of the world. That's true. And and in this day and age, this hundred years, Martin's you know supermarket. He could count on them. <laughs> they, got the, they, got the, they got the best side door deli. They got the best side door deli. And we really loved did. it. And so, yeah, one day, I think I was standing around I because I, I was working from home. And mm-hmm. it just wrote the lyrics, wrote the music. It was one of those cool songs that 
like you write the words first for some reason I've I feel like the best songs that I write are the ones that I write the words first mm-hmm. I don't know why it's like I've got a melody or whatever stuck in my head and I can just it all comes out really organically yep and this was one of those things and like we all it was about us essentially like it was something like I had thinking about us as a band like bonding like as friends like it just was making something that obviously like we could have a whole other conversation about COVID and the implications and the terrible mm-hmm. thing that how it affected everybody, which is true. But I didn't want to just get things. I don't always want, I'm not a kind of guy who wants to just go right on the nose and yeah. be like, yeah, COVID sucks. I can't eat salad. Like I had, to, <laughs> I had to find my own way to like relate it to us as yeah, a band right. and like have it like I thought about, well, Let's just let Dracula explain how he feels about it. <laughs> you know what? I'll let Dracula speak for me. <laughs> and it was I like cool- that your contention was that, I mean, Grant, we've, we're all aware that you were upset because you couldn't get your salad bar. But yeah. when we first started this, you said, I was mad because I had a coupon and oh, I yeah. didn't get to use it. <laughs> Those coupons were a big deal. You ate like... 10 pounds of salad to get a coupon. Yeah, it was expensive. And it was five bucks off. Was like, it was five, for real. It was well-earned five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you were excited when you got that five bucks. Does it expire? Store credit. No, oh, yeah, it expires. Store credit. It expires. Oh, no. Yeah. So you, you spent all that money, and they it's gave you the, the coupon, and now you can't yeah. even use it? No. It, I mean, you know it's, what? Like, I, it's not back, right? There's still no salad bar. Oh, no, there's still no salad bar. Yeah, it's not. It's never returned. That's, they like. I don't know what they... They stock other things in. Like, mm-hmm. the lights... They don't even turn the lights on. It's a conspiracy against you, Martins. Is behind everything. <laughs> well, if you didn't tag they them, started every- COVID. <laughs> they just didn't want people to yeah. those coupons. Martins needed like, an out. The the salad bar us. was costing them too much money, and they're like, "We got to do something to get well, rid of the salad." Bar. It was costing them too much money because Miguel was because, going yeah, there yeah. all the time. He was they're getting like, all them damn coupons. <laughs> all right, time time for end of the world pandemic. Eats way too many chickpeas. Come on, nobody could eat this many so chickpeas. So many chickpeas. So you're you're a fan of Castlevania. I have to ask: Did you and or have you watched the animated series on Netflix? Oh, without a doubt. Hell yeah, dude! Well, and how much do you love it? Oh Christ, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) We can take a nap now, Travis. I have. Yeah, go check out that disco nap. (laughs) I haven't re. I like I rewatched it before. What was it? The last season, the fourth season. Yeah. But I, I felt like it ended, the way that I think most things should end, like. And it what is that? That it ended. <laughs> like oh. I felt like it was an incredibly, it was a really nice way to wrap it up. Yeah, I thought it was a. Pr- I thought it was a great, a pretty bow on top of the. Ga- I didn't think it was like. I didn't feel it was rushed. I didn't feel like they were trying to slap together a story to get out of the to get out of said story. I thought it was really well done. They really did. I mean, it was it was a pretty violent show, and they Ooh, you know absolutely. obviously Castlevania is a video game, so you're not yeah. like. You're not getting that much story. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of this stuff is sort of like, you know, I don't know. It's ankle it's deep storyline. Yeah. yeah. At that point, you're just a dude with a whip for the most part, you know? And mm-hmm. so I, I thought that they did a really good job. Castlevania was pretty excellent. I, yes, and I really pretty, enjoyed it. For anyone out there uh, thinking they're going to show it to their kids, I uh, don't. don't. Don't, no, no, no. It is much too gory. Please don't ever let a child watch that show. No, it, well, unless you're my child. mom's son. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're my mom's son. 
Yeah, let's do. <laughs> my mom's son. Uh, you can watch Castlevania. No, yeah. it's just uh, it that show really, really violent, like a super oh. violent and real dark, and yep. like it's all the. I mean, think about it, like Dracula is supposed to almost be like the Antichrist. Yeah, in a sense, like that's that really one, what they sell him as in this show is like, like he's the in like the just church, the church is the mm-hmm. reason why he destroys mankind and vampires yep. want to herd off humanity to like as livestock basically and you're like holy mm-hmm. crap I never thought about that way so I think side door Dracula came around as sort of like making Dracula kind of like a like a kind of like it's like less traumatizing character yeah more like, of a <laughs> more of a less of a threat you've made like less of a threat because now he's he's got a hankering for uh, the Martin salad and he's exactly. mad about it yeah I think hey, it's Chris. interesting that they're oh sorry I was looking at your background on your picture. Is that the used? That, that one? That, yeah. Yeah, that's a wall flag from their most recent record, uh, Heartwork. And then right here, as I mentioned earlier, The Devil Wears Prada. I'm not a Christian, but that band does fucking slap. So <laughs> I still listen to them. And then that one is him, uh, His Infernal Majesty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bam Marger. Yeah. Hey, now, that into- is not, <laughs> that's Bam, not who Bam. it is. Bam got me into that. That's band. how we know about it. <laughs> that's how a lot of yeah. I mean, yeah. that's where I learned about it was because Bam brought you know Ville and him. He loved that band and he wanted to give him a I, wanted to give I him a little say, bump. Though him does a great version of Wicked Games by Chris yes. Isaac. Yes, they it do. Is I know everyone and their mother so has done a cover good. of that song, but with it's Ville's so deep, deep, rich voice, oh, it's mm-hmm. so good, so good. Exactly, yeah. you nailed it. <laughs> I, I rocked that first album. It was what cool. of him? Razorblade Razor Romance, I, I right? Or no, no, that was the it, it was the love songs, the diabolical uh, love songs. It's the oh, red I, album. It's got him painted on the front. He's all oh, if, if with that cover, I don't know the cover, but I remember that Razorblade. That's the Romance. pink one where you can yeah the yeah. pink one with him on the front like and yeah like, where his pants are really low down to the pubic yeah, patch and he's where, got the, oh that was popular at the time mm-hmm. for dude that's honestly when I saw that I was like all right so my skinny jeans that I wear already now I have to put them low on my waist and I have to stay relatively shaved so that I can look like Vil Vallo. <laughs> the, the, the the concept of shaving your body hair became aware. <laughs> I became aware of that around that era, like that was the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, uh, same. Watching same. Jackass and CKY and yup, like yup, all those dudes, you know, like Steve O and Johnny Knoxville, they all shaved their chests. You know, you can obviously yeah. tell. I, <laughs> uh, we're getting, we're just gonna be full transparent. I sometimes shave my chest now because I feel like there is no, there's like. You either have to have no chest hair or you have to have like Austin Powers shag hair <laughs> chest and there's no middle ground. Like mine, yeah. it's so patchy and awful and I'm like, sometimes they just get super insecure about it and I'm like, I'd rather look like an eight-year-old boy on my chest than the the 12 hairs that I have that are <laughs> sprawled out all across. Well, you might have to just wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> someday you'll be a man like it's gonna happen no, I, like, you know what I mean like you're, one day you're gonna start with little patches wait, and then you're gonna be like what the where did this, I, all this come from listen I need to drink me more t- whiskey oh uh, no I don't see <laughs> honestly that might be what's stunting it because I prefer drink a lot white claws thing is I about yeah, hair, white, I like white claws too me dude I, Once I, start, how am I supposed to keep this girlish figure if I don't watch my calorie intake Whiskey. Once Whiskey. the hair starts yeah. growing, though, it doesn't stop. 
I'm talking about your back, your neck, your ears. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got you got luscious locks. It took me 26 <laughs> years to grow this this half-ass mustache, and like my my facial hair is super patchy. So I'm like, I do keep in mind. I'm like, maybe when I'm 40, I'll have a nice beard and like a an even thing of chest hair. But you know, who knows? Oh, well, yeah. let us let us know. Keep us in the loop. I will. You know what? As I'll soon as it comes this. in, I'll email you guys. You guys look. <laughs> it just be a fucking photo of the chest. It finally came, you well, guys. That will be our album cover. Yeah. Oh my. Yes. Actually, yes. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. I like this. All right. Um. Well, now I've got my outro questions. Right. Um. Let's say you make it big. You're an overnight TikTok sensation. Ugh. Um. A label reaches out to you <laughs> and wants you to do a world tour. Right. What three bands are going with you? It can be alive or dead. What is the perfect tour lineup for River Rats? They're opening for us. <laughs> it can this be any, is on the tour with this us. This is too yeah, crazy. It can to be think any about. lineup because if you guys want to play first so that you can watch these bands, you can totally do that. Because that's we what I prefer playing do. first because we play and then get trashed. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a great question. Okay. Um, well, if I'm taking one band along with me to play along with us mm-hmm. in a world tour, um, woo. <laughs> Miguel, I'm thinking of it. I this is a good question. I mean, not that your other questions haven't been good. All right, I'll go. I, got, <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate the clarification. It. I was really worried there. <laughs> All right, so this is the one I've been I've been listening to a lot and reading a lot of, and they would probably suck on stage purposely and make us <laughs> better, but oh, um, <laughs> no, uh, the replacements. Like I mm. love the I love the replacements. There you go. I mean, That's I I one. know they were notoriously like they would just kind of fuck up their live shows. Like they weren't really they didn't really give a fuck from what mm. I understand. Um, so maybe that's a weird answer, but. But no, I'm I'm quite into their music lately, so I would pick them. I would take if them with us. If that's a thing they do, then they would app. I would I would want that too. Be like, hey, will you go up there and just botch it so we look better? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But uh, yeah, they'd be they'd be they'd be cool. What do you guys think? I, I like the re- I like that idea, and I I think I would pick. Oh man, because there's a lot of bands that I like, but I was just trying to think when I. Since we're in the internet age and you can kind of get to know people a little more personally, I thought about well, what it would be like to hang out with people for like a couple months. Mm-hmm. I would pick this band they're called Idols. Idols, um, okay. I, I Idols, gotta, gotta love the Idols. I just really think that they're they're I don't know. They seem like good guys. Yeah, like one of them was a dentist that could come in handy. Like I don't <laughs> <What>? know. Like <laughs> I I really like. Part-time rock star, part-time dentist. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> I Which think that's awesome. right, isn't it? I mean, usually I would go for like Bad Religion or some band that I really love, but I feel like I want to think about like actually hanging out with these guys, and I feel like we're around the same age, and maybe, I don't know, they seem to be a band that kind of writes live. Like they mm-hmm. kind of have this way, um, since I only get one choice, Idols would be the one that yeah. I can think of. All right, so... This past year, all three of us, separately, them and together, all saw the band Rancid. Hell yeah. Nice. Play. Oh, yeah. I saw them last year. I saw them in 2003. 
and they only got so much better. That's right, Rancid rules. And I would, I want everybody that would be around the world to see this Rancid yeah. show. They would kick our ass every night. They just They'd love it. Put on the greatest show. <laughs> you've ever seen. You don't have to be a fan of them or you could be the biggest fan of them. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the best show you've seen ever. They it, put on a solid performance regardless it, of whether you like them as a band It doesn't matter. Oh, man, Hell they, yeah. they, they don't, because we saw them over the summer and uh, Dropkick Murphy's open for them. Oh yeah? Like, it was like duel, It was in somewhere in Minnesota. <sighs> it was north of Minneapolis. I can't remember the name of the town. Oh, in Minnesota. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw them at Riot Fest in Chicago. Nice. Yeah, that was like the same tour too. So mm-hmm. that, that we, it was probably the same set. We, we saw the saw. first show of the tour, and nice. you probably saw one of the last. So they were super geared up, and like, man, Dropkick Murphys was just so metered. Like you could tell there probably was like a metronome in their mm-hmm. in their monitors. Like they were, they were. Yeah, they, they had like a projection show behind them, and everything was like timed to it. They were like perfect, oh, which was cool. cool. But, it played really good. It sounded. But I don't good. know, man. But Rancid came on, and you could tell. It they was were. It was so yeah. pure. And professional just, punk rock. It just kicked ass, and it made it. It's the kind of thing where you see a band like that, or read, you know, I. It like makes me want to be better, mm-hmm. and it makes me want to like. I'm like, yes, like, like, this is why I love doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Like this, man. I, oh yeah, like I get excited too. When Those I see are good like, bands to have in your like ethos because they do kind of like put that fire under your ass. Like, ooh, like I know I'm not them, but I want to be on their level, and so it mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. inspires it reminds you, why to, you like, want to try and it. be better yeah. and stuff like that, and improve and you know evolve as a musician. Exactly. Like yeah. there's a bar. Yeah. It's not an unobtainable bar. And that's why punk rock has always been the music that I have. I, me personally, I mean, even back to here in MXPX, it was so easy to like get a tab online when you're a beginner. Right. And those dudes, to me, I feel like, like Rant, the first punk rock song I heard was Ruby Soho by Rancid, like in ninth grade. And I'm like, a, a switch flipped over or whatever you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you, cut, I, you I, cut your teeth on that song i cut my uh, teeth on uh, uh, <laughs> uh, meg <laughs> meg <laughs> but that's yeah yeah right on Plus this sounds like it'd be a really awesome tour by the way like this is kind of stacked let's get it set up no problem opening <laughs> Give on him a that call. tour at all not you hear it? Bit. Columbia My band's Records. Half dead, so I don't know how that's going to work. Let's out. throw it together. <laughs> All right. And then the very last question I've got for you. The question is What does music mean to you? And how has music as an outlet helped you in your life? Oh, I could take this one right away. <laughs> oh, he's ready. Let it, let it flow, Travis. Let it flow. No, just having music on in the background of. Just being at home, rather cleaning the house, cooking dinner, doing whatever, just having music on makes everything better. And, and it really agree. doesn't matter what type of music you're listening to. Like where most of my life, I feel like I've listened to rock and roll, heavy, mm-hmm. heavy metal, punk rock, whatever. And then Miguel really got me into bands like A Tribe Called Quest, De La nice. Soul, you know. Yes. Even into the funk, Grandmaster, F- or not Grandmaster Flash, I'm talking about Fla- George Clinton. George Clinton. You know, yeah. Funkadelic, 
P-Funk, all that. I mean, it doesn't matter as long as it's 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 moving your soul. It's going to mm-hmm. make your, your situation better. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> he goes, yes. <laughs> Ditto. Yeah. Correct. That's, that's it. It's the... Yeah. Yeah. Why would they put music in movies? You know what I mean? Why would they put it in video games? Why would they play it in stores? Like, why... There's just something mystical and magical and mysterious about music that it even exists and it gives you some sort of sense of like no matter how shitty everything gets and how much bad news and how how mean people are to each other this thing exists that's more important and more connecting than anything that will ever be no matter we can't create anything you know, there's a song out there for whatever you're going through. You just got to exactly. find it. There's mm-hmm. a sound, the way that album sound. I mean, it makes a huge difference. That's why uh, I'm a big proponent of the notion that... That's why I don't like... I shouldn't say don't like. That's why I am put off by people who say, like, oh, I only listen to one genre. It's like, mm-hmm. but why, though? Like, you know, all music is written by humans, and all humans have the same, like, range of emotion, right? So, like... You can find a song in any genre that will speak to a situation that you have had in your life because it's a human that wrote it. And they also have probably gone through something similar. Right, exactly. I mean, it taps more directly into your your center as a human mm-hmm. being than any other art form, I think, not to shit on anything else. And I'm a person right. who likes to do visual art and other things, but there's something about music. Like, it's just a direct line. It's just... It just comes together and, you know, I, there's nothing else like it. I can't from the time because, you know, I was older when I started doing it. I can't imagine not writing songs at this point. Like it's it's like it's necessary. It's like breathing like you can't mm-hmm. not do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I can't think of anything else that's, that's quite like that. That's so universal to so many people around the world. It doesn't matter who you are, where you came from, where you were born. It's that's just what it's like. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that music has like as much as art in all of its forms are like an expression of the human condition. I think music, this is a biased opinion because I prefer music over others, but I think music has more layers to it in regards of how it can connect to you, whether it's, you know, sonically, whether it's lyrically, whether it's the just the beat, the BPM that like is in tune with your own frequency. I think there are just more elements to it that can connect to a human. And that's why I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think music is the greatest thing humans have ever made. Yep. Yeah. I don't think you'll get any argument. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's better than the alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, we and use that music is how we're going to end the episode. <laughs> it's better than an alarm clock. <laughs> Be a musician, kids. You won't have to wake up to an alarm clock. <laughs> hey, you hate that pesky alarm? Learn how to play guitar. Yeah. And but you Travis won't need is right. You, you sometimes use the radio to wake up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. So, um, you guys, it was wonderful talking to you. I had, I literally had so much fun. This is, this is a very, this is a episode filled with laughter and that's always what i'm looking for i yeah, appreciate man. you guys coming out and it was so great meeting you and, we're, and we didn't even have to play your game oh no <laughs> we're not done yet tell the listener where they can find and follow everything that is river rats 
Woo! Well, all right. So we've got to... Let me tell you, brother. <laughs> oh, brother, I've got you for three whole minutes. Well, in this case, Bandcamp, uh, riverratsrock.bandcamp.com. Uh, we've got a Facebook page, obviously, uh, since we're in the first but not the only river rats that ever mm-hmm. existed um start with bandcamp and we also have a uh, youtube which trying to fill that up too because we haven't pulled our music from spotify yet yeah we, we've <laughs> got a, we are on there. spotify yeah we have spotify Sorry, first amendment and we have uh, yeah, Apple Music and that kind of stuff. Anywhere you can download music, you can find our tunes. Am- mu- Amazon Music, we're on iTunes, that. Amazon. Um, and we'll be getting Cream of the Crop uploaded to all that stuff soon. It was like Hell a yeah. distro, distro Kid thing, which is yep. awesome. Bandcamp dude, and Distro dist- Kid changed the dude, game, dude. Distro Kid and Bandcamp, pretty amazing. Is just a because I mean, we do everything in house, man. Like yeah. Meg does the pictures. Travis is like. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I'm sorry I brought that up, but it's the first thing I thought of when I saw your name. I was like, oh, it's Meg. <laughs> no, shut up, Meg. Meg. <laughs> we, we, we take care of everything in house. Mm-hmm, yeah. And having shit like Bandcamp and DistroKid and YouTube and. You know, we're on Zoom talking to you right now, and Audacity's free. Like, these people are out there really trying to make it easy for everybody yeah. to be able to just. For the DIY, do I appreciate what they that they're giving us these tools. Yeah, it's, it's self perseverance, and I think mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good thing for, man, because I just, especially younger guys and gals out there, or people who are humans. trying to make <laughs> humans trying to make music. Like they've got more than we ever did. I mean, when we started, we we, were, we, we recorded our first demo in a basement on a boombox. We put a cassette tape in and just hit record and just rocked the fuck out into the <laughs> yeah. as loud as we could and recorded our mm-hmm. demo onto this cassette tape that was recording the room sound. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. And we took that fucking demo and. Gave it to what would later be a future member of our band. (laughs) That's it. You had to make tapes. You had to copy tapes and you had to know people. Yeah, it wasn't as accessible as it is now. You make flyer. I remember going to Kinko's and going and taping flyers. Going to Orbit and putting them up in the window. Yeah, Yeah. wherever you could go. And now, like Travis's phone is what we like. We filmed our music videos that we put on YouTube on Travis's phone. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, that's just in his pocket all the time. You know, that yep. we have that accessibility. Like, we've come so far. Like, it's mm-hmm. crazy. It's not always for the best, because I kind of miss the analog kind of way of doing things, but... <laughs> all right, so then, uh, do you guys have any shows coming up? Uh, other than the and one don't that... don't say the one Friday. Yeah, no. Other than the one that's <laughs> awesome. Other than the best the one that, that we, ever has happened, yeah. Yeah, the one that was... Awesome. Um, we should have some shows coming up at McCormick's oh, yeah, McCormick. downtown oh, nice. South Bend. Yeah, we yeah, were we talking have, to them. We haven't picked a date yet, but Art down there seems to be really interested in having bands. I imagine we'll be yeah. at JT's Tavern. Soon. Yeah, we'll probably do one. Oh, yeah. We want to get yeah. down to the Melody Inn down yeah, in Indianapolis again. And now that we've played at the Muse on Main, we'd like to really... They now your fucking name's in the hat. love us so yeah. much there. <laughs> They're begging us to come back. They yeah. can't wait. Yeah, like we're the house band, actually. <laughs> oh, nice. Hi, hi, John. Thanks hi. for having us. <laughs> All right, so now 
<sighs> game time. Do we know what uh, game we would like to play? Are, are we, you, you have the app, right? You're gonna oh, that's right. App. You want to do. Spin you want to do the Let's random do choice. Okay. Let's let pops ch- decide. Yeah, pops will figure it out. <laughs> Wait, pops will give us anything we can't handle. No, you're not pops. Shout okay, out to Black I was Jesus. Like, <laughs> you ever watch Black Jesus? Yeah, you took JC yes. off your arm. Black so, Jesus yeah. is the greatest, <laughs> right? I, okay, that I know Black some Jesus. Fucking yeah. best, <laughs> bro. Black Jesus. The early the what was it? The early two thousands like Adult Swim shows were just uncalled for. No, that's Phenomenal. a new one, isn't it? <laughs> When did Black, Black Jesus? Jesus come out? Is it? It's not new? It's somewhat new. It's real. It's in the last couple of years, I guess. Yeah, I thought it was oh, a new Oh, was it? One. Charlie what Murphy I? was still yeah. in it. Are you well, thinking then about... it wasn't. No, it's not a cartoon. Mm. It's a. It's like a Yeah, real, it's a live it's a action. action. Of course, though. It's yeah, on yeah. Adult Swim also. You're correct there. Black mm. Jesus. See, now I have to know, because I'm pretty sure that show was on when I was in high school. Uh, 2014 to 2019. Holy crap, it went way longer than I thought. The later seasons are actually pretty good too. Yeah, not bad. Hey, you would think. A sh- oh, sorry. I used to watch uh, um, Squidbillies and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, Harvey Birdman. Mm-hmm. Oh, Space Ghost, bro. Space Ghost is Ghost my Ghost. shit. I love that show so <laughs> I much. I remember Space Ghost when I, he was he was on when mm-hmm. we were like kids. Oh yeah, the Hanna Barbara, the OG rendition. Well, no, like the Coast to Coast. I remember mm-hmm. watching. Adult Swim, when I were like, well, around the same time I saw Jeff Moore in the distance. Yeah, I, I remember. Hallelujah. Space Coast, Coast to Coast. He like, said, "Hallelujah." <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here goes the random, the random spin, and the game that you will be playing is. Is he gonna? <laughs> All right, so it's called Confessions of a Spotify Playlist, and that is the oh, no. two truths, one lie. I was just pissed at Spotify because I kept playing ABBA at like 3 a.m. randomly <laughs> for me. It'd be like Dancing Queen would come on, and I'd be like, fuck you, Spotify. Spotify, and do you think I'm high on cocaine <laughs> at 3 a.m.? <laughs> it was terrible. I had to get rid of that shit. So I should, I should pick out two bands that I listen to on streaming networks and one band that I do not yeah, so two two bands that you listen to, one that you don't. You got it. I'm, I got it. Where did Miguel go? He had to go. Potty? I'm sure he had to pee. Like, yeah. Can we take a five fiver? Yeah, we can take a five because I, I also pee. have to pee. Sweet. Go take a pee, bud. <laughs> we'll be right back after these pee breaks. <laughs> Hey man, we're feeling pretty good about this. I oh, I I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, we feel better after we peed. I'm like, so do I. <laughs> all right. No, this is this is we're having a good time, man. Good. That's what all I aspire to do is that. So like, I also am a, a podcast listener, right? And sometimes, like, even when they're people that like are being interviewed that I want to know more about. Sometimes they're just kind of boring, you know? Like sometimes they're not all that riveting. So I try and at least be funny and at least be somewhat entertaining so that way even if it's not very informative, you at least had a good time. Right. Yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, I mean nobody learned <laughs> nobody learned anything. <laughs> no one came away from this any more intelligent. Yeah, like, no, I don't think anyone listening or us Including you, uh, there might be some giggles out there. Yeah, if we, get, if we, 
we got to I learned that you're a big fan of coupons. Mm-hmm. And for, and you'll get mad. Coupons, and write, yes. And cannibalism, no. Yes. False. <laughs> Both things, yes. Festivus, yes. Bagels, no. Festivus, yes. Festivus okay, is upon us. Okay, that's the first true thing you've said today. <laughs> everything everything just, before that was a lie. Absolute bullshit. bullshit, yeah. I just want you to say something about <laughs> All right, so who wants to go first on the two truths, one lie? I feel like Travis was ready to go. Are I could fire on that. I got, I got one too. I was rocking some Amazon music today. You have one pulled up, ready to go? I can rock it. Do it. All right, so you got so, so two, so what's the three, rules exactly? three, name three bands, right? Two of which you have listened to, one of which you have not. That's the hard one. How do you name something? Okay, so I've got to? all right. Oh, it's easy. You just do the thing that you've been doing all episode, and it's lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got. We've been lying the whole time. <laughs> so two, two I have, and in one that I just might be deceptive enough. Yes. All right. So I've got uh, Depeche Mode, AFI, Steely Dan. See, <laughs> mm. so, yeah, okay. I won't answer because I already know the answer. I don't. I don't honestly know the answer. Um. Okay, so I am going to guess based on the only knowledge I have of you is from this interview. I'm gonna go with the answer. The one that you don't actually listen to is Depeche Mode. That's my you answer. It. You got it. You Woo-hoo! got it. You're the only one that could see. I've got AFI and Steely Dan right there. And see, the because I know AFI is like, so I was introduced to AFI through uh, the December Underground, right? And that was like pretty far into their career. They were like, but well, it was phenomenal. It was yo, it's really, a great really record. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, apparently they're like, you know, OG punks. Didn't know that because that's not how I was introduced. It's to hardcore. Them. They've been it's, around since the ni- like, I mean, you know, mid '90s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, then that, I knew you liked Steely Dan because we were talking about classic rock. So I mean, I, I love like, friggin' that Can't Buy a Thrill is a perfect album. Like, we're talking about yeah. perfect oh, albums. Oh, shit. No, but fuck Depeche Mode. I, AFI kind of too, but I tried. My my brother just got into vinyl record collecting. Yeah. And he's like, Black Sales, man. You got to play. You got to. I, I didn't listen to. Travis listened to AFI. I knew people listened to AFI. I've never listened to AFI. Mm-hmm. So Black Sales was the first AFI album I tried, and this was probably like two months ago. Yeah. And Bro, I just not. listened to De- the December Underground all the way through for the first time like two weeks Three. ago. Three bands, right? Two good, one bad. Yep. Two mm-hmm. true, one bad. I mean, one lie. All right. You ready for yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, what were you listening Play it to? On us. Yeah. Was I listening to? All right. Two true, one lie. One. <laughs> By Metallica, okay. You guys gotcha. are missing all the drama By, by here. you too. One. It's the oh, I had it and I forgot it. Hold on. Well, it's supposed to be true. Let miss on your phone. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> well, the the one I don't listen to is not on my phone. And I forgot oh. it already. <laughs> oh, shit. I had to pick a clever one. Yeah. All right, you go. You, we, we, Meg, you go now. Meg, you got it? Okay. Meg, uh, let's go. Okay. David Bowie. Okay. The Wipers. 
Billie Holiday. Hmm. Hmm, that's right. This one's tough because uh, I don't know who the wipers are. So, ooh, look them up, dude. Oh You're shit! Right. I just I, gave I'm, myself away. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I won't. I won't now. Just because, no, just, no. That, uh, there's two left. There's two left. Okay, so the wipers, Billy Holiday, and David Bowie. So I have to knock out David Bowie is true because you have to listen to David Bowie, right? <laughs> you have to. So and we're it's left like with. A, yeah, it's like we're, a law. We're left with, but surprisingly though, there are a lot of people that are like, yeah, I know the name because I see his name on t-shirts, but I've never listened to him. It's like, get out of my face. <laughs> um, oh, no way. So we got The Wipers and Billie Holiday. I'm going to guess the lie is Billie Holiday final answer. Wow, nicely done. Nicely done, it's true. I know, oh, I was trying to throw geez. you with the, like, I'm a jazz gal, she but... <laughs> okay, I don't I'm... fucking hate Billie well, Holiday. Well, not as much as you hate... <laughs> All right, you know what? David Sedaris ruined Billie Holiday. Do you guys know Do you guys know David Sedaris? And like, the... I know Jason yeah. Sudeikis. Is that the same guy? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, David Sedaris does an impression of Billie Holiday that completely ruins you ever watching oh. or listening to Billie... No, I don't know. She's cool. But I don't want to actually she's listen no to her. Ella How do I know she's that no name? Ella. Yeah, she's How do no I know that name? Jason Sedaris. What's that from? Who is it? I, I don't know. I said David Sedaris. <laughs> oh, well, the David Sedaris. Who's that? <laughs> I don't. He's written a bunch of funny books, and he's like, I don't know. He's, yeah, his, just, he's just a funny dude. He How like, did he do an impression in a book? Well, he'd be no, he'd be on the radio a lot. Like he oh, would do a lot okay. of radio stuff. That's so right. uh, him yeah. and his sister Amy yeah. Sedaris. They're like, I'm trying to think of what you would strangers with candy. Yeah, she did. Amy Sedaris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so I didn't that, recognize that that's name. That's his sister. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Yeah, he's I watch Strangers an, with Candy. She's funny. Yeah, was, yeah oh yeah. And they're yeah. both, they're all funny. Yeah, like, they're pretty hilarious. And so. David is more of an author. Oh, uh, okay. Um, his books are great. Yeah. I'm ready. Fair enough. <laughs> he's ready. You got one? All right, you here we three? go. You ready, Chris? We haven't stumped him I yet. I think I'm ready. We got to stump the chump. I'm going, go, I'm going three for three, baby. <laughs> this one's, this one's going to be tough, man. <laughs> All right. I got it ready for you. Ready? <laughs> I, bet I was born ready, homie. <laughs> here we go. The Descendants. Okay. The Ramones. Okay. The Misfits. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, damn. <clears throat> I don't even know what he's lying about. Hmm. Damn, dude. Those are all... <laughs> hmm. The Descendants, The Misfits, and who was the other one? The Ramones. The Ramones. Fuck. <sighs> so, I'm gonna guess... Wait, what vocalist for Misfits? What vocalist? Definitely not Michael Graves. No. Who's the Danzig who's the, motherfucker? Danzig, that Glenn Danzig. Fucking okay. Danzig. Yeah, you fucking have to say you have to say fucking Danzig. Fucking Danzig. You know what? You're right. I fucked up on that. Fucking Danzig. You gotta say. All right. So I'm gonna go with. The lie is, mm, I am not confident on this one, but here we go. The lie is, I'm going to go with the Descendants' final answer. Oh. Damn 
we, so is it the Misfits? We're thinking the Ramones. Is it Ramones? It's the Ramones. Yes. Damn it. I tried to get him into the Ramones, but <sighs> it's just never happened The Misfits for me. are about as, that's our common ground. Yeah. I never got into the Ramones either. <sighs> like, never, what's, yeah. It, uh, it wasn't what, ever, I don't get it. Sedated? <laughs> I think that's like the only song that I like. I know, and that if it comes on, I won't change a station. I'm like, okay. okay. I also want to be sedated because drugs are pretty cool. But you got to be sedated not to like the Ramones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like to describe us as Ramones style, which I don't think is true anymore. No, I'm trying to get better at the drums. <laughs> <laughs> He's in. No, I'm trying to get better at drums. All right. So now we're going to, now, now it's my turn. Yeah, I was going to wonder about you. Artist number one, Lil Wayne. Artist number two, let's go with... uh, Scroll over. Seller Darling. Artist number three, Harry Styles. (laughs) You can make... He's younger than us. Then I can't just, hear you I'm guys whispering. Right <laughs> Into your microphones. Yeah, yeah that's old. the thing. I feel like some kind of witchcraft. I don't know what the fuck. We could know about. more than we do. <laughs> All right, we're just going to guess. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, yeah. Do we have to confirm? Red, hold on. We gotta... It's not that serious. You guys could each <laughs> just pick one, and one of you would be right. Okay. All right, okay. I'm g- I, guess I'll, <laughs> I guess I'll guess Harry Styles. I fuck, don't know. That was my pick. Okay. You can pick it too. Okay, here's that was just the one that I like. Rem- like my 13 year old listens to, so I'm like, okay, well, I know that one. Oh, she does. Yeah, she. Well, a little bit. Oh, she t- so she good. says she thinks he sucks, but I think all she right, actually right. has a crush. She on him. says everything she likes sucks. So, right. Okay. Uh, I say Lil Wayne. Okay, we got two choice, two picks for Harry Styles and one for Lil Wayne. Correct. Well, only because the other one sounds like the other one sounds like some made up to be yeah. not real. We, we don't know who that one is, so we didn't pick it. <laughs> so we're like, well, whatever. He's into that. We've never heard well, that one. <clears throat> two of you are exactly right. Wrong. Harry Styles what? is yeah! the band that I don't listen to. Yeah, why would you? Lil Wayne, I actually am a really big fan of. Um, I. And my junior year of high school, it. I had over a thousand of his songs on my iPod. Wait, a thousand? He has a thousand songs? Well, he has, at the time, he had like uh, like 30 or 40 mixtapes that were just online. That's where his good stuff is. And then Seller Darling is a, uh, ooh, I'm geographically illiterate, so I'm going to get this wrong. But I think they're from like Norway or something. And they use a hurdy gurdy in their songs, and it's really cool. They're what, really great, like like Metallica did on Low Man's. Lyric. What's a hurdy gurdy? It's a fucking it. wild instrument. It's Let like me tell you, you, it's cr- yeah, you like crank it, but it's like also kind of got like a piano oh. aspect, but also an accordion thing. It's I thought crazy. that was just something like your grandma says. Like no, no it's an instrument. Oh, hurdy gurdy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that was a real thing. Harry Carey. Yeah, if you guys want to get signed, all you got to do is put cow. a hurdy gurdy in your track and the labels will come running so now the very last thing we got to do what song would you like to close out with today (gasps) whoa Uh, one of our songs preferably yes Uh oh Oh, geez i like how everyone asks that and i always get to say preferably yes (laughs) and it always makes people laugh get high get high 
Get high. Tra- Travis not, is not gone. what you're about to go do. <laughs> what song? Should Me and Travis are on the same fucking there. boat, my guy. Roll That's what I'm fire? about to do after this. Roll into the fire. Roll into the is fire. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. We picked right. Roll into the fire. We haven't talked cool. about that one, so. Yeah. Uh, so before we play that, you want to tell me a little bit about that song? No, it's a, it's a, it's basically like a dedication to just rock. Like yeah. The whole point of it is just. It's how what we had our conversation about music. It's how we feel. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta roll into the fire and you just gotta bow down to the gods of rock and roll. Like you just smoking a fucking joint. (laughs) I'm glad the mic picked that up. (laughs) That as well. All right. So sometimes you need you need help. Rolling in the fire is just about letting go. Just rocking the fuck out. Rocking like you just forgot that there were any consequences to what would happen if you rocked that hard. <laughs> exactly. this is, it predates laws. <laughs> or it, yeah, it's just an, an like an abdication of responsibility. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that. We need that. We need that right now. Yeah, and that's, that's what we're trying to preach, man. That's like, I think our... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we want you to be irresponsible. <laughs> rules just are live, fucking cool, you guys. Just eat other human No, rules beings. are fine until it comes to just rocking out. That's true. That's true. Like Hell that's, yeah. It's that end of the night thing where we're trying to do, we're trying to like play Mario Kart, but it's like, man, I just got to do one more. And so that's what Rolling into the Fire is all about. Hell yeah. Well, that's it's, great. I'm excited for it. Uh, listener, please enjoy uh, Roll into the Fire by River Rats. You guys, it was so much fun. I had so much fun talking to you and playing games and making jokes. Um, and I can't wait to see you at your next show, which I will inevitably be at. And also, um, I want to put on a, a pop punk show and I want you guys to be on the bill. Oh yeah. Sounds so, cool. um, whenever that happens, I'd like for it to be at, uh, the well, but I don't know when the well is going to open up again. So yeah, we wondered about that too. One. Yeah. We were looking into that, but yeah, just make sure they got a PA. We'll be there. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so. Um, this has been, oh wait, I got to plug my stuff. Listener, you know where you can find us. Uh, we're everywhere on the interwebs. We're the only Toon Junkies podcast that matters. Um, if you'd like to find us, you can find us on Facebook at Toon Junkies Podcast, on Instagram at Toon Junkies Podcast. If you would like to reach me personally, you can leave me alone. But if you must be involved with my life, you can find me on Instagram at Chris and Kitty or on TikTok at DatBoyPit6. Again, you guys, thank you guys so much for coming out. And it's been like two hours. Congratulations. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate you guys staying around. It's a little bit longer than the usual show. So I just, oh, it's good. It's good. I, That's how I know you, it man. was fun is because it went so long. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, I was expecting a little more clinical operation here. And oh, no. Not with this guy. Thanks for making us feel, uh, <laughs> yeah, really cool talking to you, man. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Um, This has been a Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.